You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it. Okay? Because I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. I'll meet you at the end. Let's, let's exchange numbers when you're the CEO. Okay? Potential? And all of that. My heart, yani, it just vibes with what's happening now, you know? Potential, but a lot of... Go, 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 go. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above, I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams, and I think my internet is better back in here with another YouTube live stream. Let me check. Is my chocolate and skin coming in? I'm not getting any damn uh, notifications. We are back. Hopefully, we're not struggle streaming no more. I think we defeated the ghost yesterday temporarily at least. All right, we are back in here with another. This is the wake-up show. I have orange juice today. This is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Oh, man, it was a rough Monday, Tuesday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, love. When I think about us, the feelings can explain. Hey, man, they out of here now. They tried to discourage me from doing this. But as we know in here, I don't quit. All right, I don't quit. I struggle stream my way through two days, four streams, maybe almost three. It was like three days. Anyway, man, great show today. We're going to talk about the Tinder, Tinder swindler. All right, uh, a young man who took advantage of women online, on the internet, on Tinder, the dating app. We're going to talk about this uh, because basically... We're going to take his story. I won't be able to show any footage because it is on Netflix. It is a series. It's not a series. It's an episode on Netflix. And they basically go on and tell how this man manipulated women out of their money. All right. Mm. So um, we're going to talk about this because I did talk about uh, in the episode this week. Do women create the men that they hate? I did this episode. And if you guys want some proof, 
we talked about several different archetypes of men that women create because they want to live a certain fantasy. And then when said man is discovered to be a fraud, what happens is they hate the guy. And so if you see here, this episode right here, do women create the men that they hate? And we talk about the simp, the PUA, the player, the pookie, the gentleman archetype, and then the final form of man, which is the man himself. They end up hating that guy and they avoid the man by participating with all these other forms and variations of man, the simp, the PUA, the player, the pookie, the gentleman. And then ultimately what they really need in their life is a man. All right. And that is the one person they're, they're avoiding. And so they're using all of these archetypes that they create for themselves, i.e. strong and independent, i.e. career women, so I could focus on my career. Uh, older and wiser, smart, intelligent. And then they use these things to avoid a man because a man is going to hold them accountable. Right. And so they want to avoid a man. And then they go and entertain all of these other people and they get swindled. All right? They simply get swindled. So this guy used the gentleman archetype to fool them. All right. He played their game so handsomely. All right. I talked about the gentleman and the, and the benefits, the pros and cons of a gentleman. Um, and oftentimes the gentleman has to do a lot of extra things that AKA the, the Chad and Tyrone does not have to do. All right. The gentleman is well-versed in female, female nature, and he can swindle uh, women out of whatever it is, their panties, whatever it is that they feel is valuable. In this case, it's money. So I've often said this, I said, when women use manipulation against men, it is often seen as illegal, all right? It is seen as, I can't believe he got me like that. And they will go and run to the court of public opinion to make that guy look bad. Now, in this situation, they had choice. They had plenty of choice, and they fell for the gentleman's swag and sway, and they made dumb decisions. Now, when men, women manipulate men, it is seen as part of the game. All right. It is seen as they play the rules against you. Well, a, a man's supposed to pay for the first date. A man's supposed to do this. He's supposed to move the woman in. He's supposed to do these things. And that's just a part of the game. And I'm on both. I'm on both sides of the argument, basically saying it, it is part of the game. And unfortunately, we use manipulation to get our mates. All right. Women continue manipulation all throughout marriage. They use emotional manipulation. They use financial manipulation. Men as well use manipulation. They lie to women. Right. They try to bed them quickly or they slow pimp them. And, and I'm on, I'm, I'm here being fair. I'm one of the fairest people you can meet, men or women. I basically say, I don't believe men should be out here manipulating women. And I don't believe women should be, be manipulating men. All right. I don't subscribe to the thing of lie to women just to get what you want. Lie to them to, just to get their panties. Um, you know, I don't, I say, don't divulge all your information up front. I definitely say that, but I'm like, Lying to women is futile because this is what happens. The court of public opinion is always going to come in and rescue them. Simps are always going to come in and rescue them. No one's going to hold them accountable. And this is what happens when ultimately you say women get to choose their own mates. And inevitably, what do they do? They avoid a man. They avoid their father. All right. Uh, they don't have a father figure, so they run to older men potentially. But they're avoiding men that are going to hold them accountable. In essence, then they get tricked. All right, and when they get tricked, it's illegal. Somehow, somehow the guy has to go to jail. All right. Anytime that happens. Now, when women manipulate men, and I'm going to show you because you know how I do, before we even show you what they're doing, I'm going to show you a situations where women have manipulated men and the crowd is quiet. 
Nobody gives a damn. Nobody gets a rat's ass. All right. Um, let's see here. So let's get into the super chats. We're gonna break this down, man. Uh for all you guys know, and I guess everybody's freezing out here. Um, swing out museum says, Hey, coach and the coach gang, it's freezing cold in Dallas. I've got Texas chili. Hey, man, boy, Texas chili does sound good, by the way. And he says, it is so cold in Dallas. I need one of them. The diets don't work the same people, women. All right. Oh, oh, oh here he is here. You know what? It's um, it's time for y'all to get you a snow cow or a chocolate cow. To me, actually means the diet don't work for you the same. You better get you one of them bed warmers. <laughs> you better get you one of them bed warmers. Man, it's crazy cold out here. That's why all them California, all them Californians that went down there to move to Texas, um, that's what you get. Because <laughs> you'd be like, it's cheaper here. It's cheaper. And guess what? Mm. Yo ass in the freezing cold. <laughs> I'm staying here. You know what it is today, bro? The sun's out. The sun's out so much I had to cover up portions of my window because there's a glare coming in. It might even come in as the show progresses. I might have to pause the show um, because there's certain windows that, Sunlight is coming in. It'd be it'd be it'd be nice and warm here in Cali. We pay for it though. We pay for that sun tax. Sun tax ain't no joke. Sun and opportunity tax. The women, the weed, and the weather. All right, we call it over here. All right, shout out to you, Leaf. Mr. Joshua's in the building. Shout out to you, sir. Ricky Webster, I love my coach and also my coach gang. French toast props do. We in the building. Grease Man Texas says, shout out to the cold game here in Texas. Y'all, but hey, I hope, I hope y'all literally got um, I hope y'all pipelines don't freeze down. Remember what happened last year? Didn't y'all pipes freeze up? Whoever was the president was like, nah, we ain't sending no help to Texas. Y'all try to get Trump in. All right, y'all talking all this ish. What was that? What was that? Was that 2020 or 2019? Y'all went down there freezing ass cold. They turned off all y'all's energy down there. I hope that doesn't happen to you. I think that was that was that right when Biden that was 2021. That was early 2021 when after the election. Yep, they was gonna do the inauguration and they shut y'all's ish off. <laughs> I was like, damn. Cause remember, y'all was gonna challenge and sue everybody. Texas thought, yeah, man, we're Texas. Don't mess with Texas. And they shut y'all off. Mm. Man, they was like, hey, y'all wanna be y'all's own nation? Have y'all own energy. <laughs> oh no. Man, Tejas, what's going on, man? Hey, Tejas, don't go out like that. Do not go out like that. By the way, this is a podcast format for the people who are tuning in. Come on, man, get to the subject matter. That's not how we do. We have fun with the coach gang members here. All right. Sean's World is uh, says, uh, Coach, just recording some reactions for my channel, Up 19K Subs. He says, thanks for all the advice, brother. He says, uh, 2022 looking good. Blue chip mindset. Salute. Am I subscribed to you? Let me check. Congratulations on your channel growth. I love to see men. Um, I love to see men and uh, men and women. You know, uh, YouTube is a definite. Uh, let's see here. There we go. Right. Wait, I see a Sean's world, but that's not the same icon. All right. I like to see people win here on YouTube like that. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a lane. It is a lane. It is not something that. Oh, I see you right there. I sub. I subbed. All right. Shout out to you. YouTube is a lane that people, once they start getting some traction, it could really change their life. You know what I mean? And then they start changing and impacting other people's lives. 
All right, so shout out to you. Um, I'm not competitive with other YouTubers per se. You know what I mean? I'm pretty happy with everybody that does well here on the platform. Um, Simon Small is in the building. Appreciate you, man. Warhammer's back. Loving 304s today is the biggest simp move ever. Boy, people, you know, depending on who you talk to, somebody's a bigger simp than the other simp. You know, um, all of our strategies in dealing with women, I, I tell you, man, it's what separates men. Men are compartment. We're compartmentalized into sub sections of groups. Okay, this is the sad reality of men. I don't know if it's sad. It's just what it is. It's nature. Like we're not segmented. I mean, we can be segmented politically, but we're not very, you know, we're not very intelligent politically. So it really doesn't matter. All right. Most of these talking points uh, that you have politically is over something, whatever you care about. Right. But the only thing that separates one men for the other is how they interact with women. Have you noticed that? That's the only thing that separates us, especially in this so-called manosphere. The so-called manosphere is literally segmented into men subgroups of how they deal and interact with women. And then we argue over this as if it's the most important thing in the world, which I get it is important. You know what I mean? It is important. It is, you know, we're we're built for this. This is what we this is what consumes our mind 24/7. Women, tell uh, or love or romance. This is what consumes our mind. This is why you swipe it on Tinder and Bumble all the time. This is why you on Seeking. This is why you on OnlyFans. This is why you watching Prawn. All right. And women don't understand this about men. Men be thinking about women all the time. <laughs> we can't, you know what I mean? Like if you thought about money as much as you thought about women, actually don't do that. Because as much as you think about women, you're unsuccessful at it. So don't think about money that way because you'll be unsuccessful at that too. All right. I don't know, man. Stay on your stay, stay pointed in the right direction, man. Keep your eyes on the prize. Oh Lord. Keep your eyes on the prize. Guys, I just live like this. I'm trying to really help you guys. Women are a byproduct of success. This story is going to point that out, by the way. And it's going to make me out to be, you know what I mean? Like one of the top of the top philosophers in here. This story has everything that I tell you about. Okay, everything that I tell you about. Women are a byproduct of success. Men are success symbols. Women are sex symbols. I know they're trying to change it. They're trying to raise a group of uh, of confused men in Generation Z that don't. They're, they're trying to change the rules to everything here. Wait. So I could focus on my career. But at the end of it, I played that clip right at the beginning of the one girl, the Persian girl. All right. Uh, this this girl right here. You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it. Okay? Because I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. I'll meet you at the end. Let's, let's exchange numbers when you're the CEO. Okay? Potential. And all of that. My heart, Yanni, it just... See, we, we oftentimes... We, we, we meet women out to be gold diggers. You're a gold digger and you're this and you only want the money. Guys, let's just settle on this. They want the money. Um, They want what comes with the money. They want what comes with the lifestyle. This story is going to point that out. They want what comes with um having affluence. They they want that and they'll they'll go to it. 
Now, if she's just knows she's never going to get a guy like that, she'll say, well, I don't need all that. All right. But guarantee you at some particular point, she wanted that and she got it. And she realized it ain't all what it's cracked up to be. And then she'll say, well, I don't need it. Right. Because men with money, they don't have time. They don't have time to just be tricking off. Um, and, and you time tricks out here. That's going to be a new phrase. Time tricks. You time tricks out here tricking off your time. And then eventually she says, I'm not happy because you ain't got no money. <laughs> Because the money ain't right. Guys, it's a vicious cycle. It all revolves around money. Women are a byproduct of success. Men are success symbols. Let's just keep it simple. Just like women are sex symbols. They always trying to trick us that they're not. No, I can love and I'm not this and that. No, 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 no. It all comes down to what you putting down in the bedroom. It all comes down how your fat is distributed across your body. I mean, if your fat is distributed right perfectly around your chest and around your buttock, people are going to be happy with you. If your fat is distributed less around your chest into your midsection, then men aren't going to be happy with you. All right. They're going to not be happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> right. So it is what it is. It's very simple formula. And a lot of times we overcomplicate it because we're first world. Uh, we try to make things more important at the end of the day, at the end of the day for women, how is your fat distributed across your, across your body for men? How is your, how fat is your bank account? And then most of the time you can get success or failure around those areas if you fail at both. Time trick ass dudes. All right. Stop tricking off your time. All right. We always tell women, and listen, 2022 is the year to get men straight. We always tell women not to trick off their time and not to waste their time. Right. You wasting your time. You're going to hit the wall. Okay. You men, you time tricks. Let's stop advocating for time tricking. <laughs> Let's stop giving time tricking a pass, all right? We always want to talk about money tricks, but you time tricks, you men sitting around on Tinder, swiping, taking women out on dates, meeting them for Starbucks, hanging out with them all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, going to the fair, the farmer's market, the festival, and fam family events. You time tricks are worse. Mm. I think that, but listen, forgive me. Time tricks are the worst tricks of all time. Running around, approaching 100 women, I think time tricks are the most uh, egregious men out here in violating what it is to be a man because you're giving up your most valuable resource, which is time. Time tricks are the worst. You you heard it here first. <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no question about it. It's way worse than money tricking. <laughs> um. Let's see here. Now that I went off on that, we need to start getting it in here. Time tricks. All right. Sipping on the phone, text messaging all day. Um, Chaz it up says, have a great day, coach. I'm in the South and it's snowing like crazy. Stay safe and keep spreading your wisdom. Free agent lifestyle. Appreciate you for that, man. Appreciate you. Where are you? Snow wait, wait, where are you at? In the south, and it's snowing. Uh-oh, hell is freezing over. Hell is freezing over. If the south is snowing, what in the hell is going on out here, man? Let me check something real quick because somebody said their membership got canceled. Um, I don't see what happened here. Maybe that you know, I don't know. Well, maybe I, I have no idea. What channel was it? Was it this channel or the Coach Greg Adams channel? Let me see something. Let me see. Oh, no, no, and it's fine over here. I just think it's probably the um, Coach Greg Adams channel. I noticed that, you know, once I, I lost monetization over there, 
then somebody mentioned that yesterday. I went over there and checked, and it was um they removed that tab, the membership tab. Like it was already zero once they canceled my monetization, but then that tab is completely removed. So they really just demo- they like picking that channel apart. <laughs> like they over there with the vultures, all right, over there. They over there with the vultures picking over the Coach Greg Adams channel. <laughs> like, if you content creators have never dealt with that, some of y'all would be crying right now. <laughs> content creators, you know why? Because you didn't prepare for it. All right. Just look, hey, if you're a content creator, you listen to me. If they did to you what they did, if they what they did to me, y'all would be crying right now. Straight up crying. <laughs> right? Y'all would be done because that's y'all's only channel. But I was about to hit 200K uh, about eight months ago, sitting at 190. I was sitting at 189 for like eight months. <laughs> then they completely like, then they really shut it down. And then it's like, oh, man, it's crazy. Uh, let's see here. Where we at? Uh, Splenda Daddy. Splenda Daddy says uh, people don't learn ish from last year in Texas. They were panicking like crazy. Shout out to my prepper community. Hey, now listen. And we'll get into the show after this one. Listen, haven't we been telling you to prep? <laughs> we've been telling you to prep, and this is why. Guys, this is exactly what we've been talking about. You guys, I bet you guys have no ammunition. Didn't I tell you they did not? Listen, I told you this. I said, I said the, I said the, um, I said the grocery store, the, the uh, what do you call it? The supply chain is messed up. The grocery store, the food aisles. Remember that? I was showing you that in January. And I've been talking about this for about a year and a year and a half. And I was like, it's going to take one one event. I was like, it's going to take one event and it's going to completely, you're going to be completely caught off guard. And here you are in Texas. All it had to come through was the cold. Everybody starts panicking. <laughs> you guys need to prepare, gentlemen. Prepare. Take your money, prepare for the worst. I said, there's going to take one event and then everything's going to go haywire. Now that's happening in in Dallas or Texas. It happened the same thing in Virginia. Remember the gas shut down? Everybody went crazy. Oh, it could happen here in California. Crazy, man. Somebody says Russia going into Ukraine. It it could take one event and everybody, this whole system is going to collapse. So let's do this. Let's get into the show now that we're 20 minutes in. I'm going to pop this up right here. Why do I have him up? I want you to listen to this. Before we talk about what this man did to these poor women. All right, so let me set up the story first. Uh, here's the poor women right here. Uh, this is it's an episode on, ten, uh, on Netflix called The Tinder Swindler. And this gentleman here, uh, he goes by several names. He's here on a private plane. He got a lot of European, Norwegian, uh, what do you call them? Um, Finland, Swedish, Nordic broads. He targeted Nordic women. All right, you know them Nordic women be blonde, tall, giant, gigantic women. All right, I had I had two Swedish women that used to live with me as roommates, and uh, one of them was six four, and the other one was uh, about five eleven. Right, them women over there in uh the Nordic lions, them Viking women be big, bruh. They be big. Like the average height, I think, of women in that area is uh like 5'10, 5'9. Let me see what the average height is of, of a Nor- Norwegian, Swedish, Nordic woman. Average height. And they don't be fat. Be fat. Average height, um, Swedish. 
Swedish woman, Swedish female. These are the girls that be, uh, it says uh, five, seven, wait, uh, five, seven, five, wait a minute. I'm too close to the screen. Five, seven. All right. They, they say I'm five foot five. All right. Which is tall for a woman. Like the average height in America, I think is uh five, two, right? For American. American women, I think the average height is five, three, five, four. All right. Um, and then they have, you go over there, they be tall as a giant. Like you, you see those women and um, we're just talking about this. Yeah. Tall and foldable. Um, you know, it's a weakness for me. I'm just letting you know. Um, <laughs> The pro blacks are like, oh, here he go. He tap dancing already. The pro blacks, I told you he likes white women. Y'all literally come on here trying to get confirmation that I like white women. I already telling you, I like white women, bruh. It ain't like I like them more than anybody else, but I don't dislike them. Y'all can't wait. See, I told you, like I didn't, I literally have admitted this for years. But it's always a new pro black that come in here. See, I told you he loved them white women. <laughs> yes, I'll get my ass over there to Sweden and lose it. All right, here we go. Hold up. Hold up. One Swedish black from the plantation here. Hold on. Let me start shuffling. All right. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, pro black's mad right now. Hey, hey see, I see. I live in a I live in a state with nine percent black women, but but anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? These Nordic Swedish giants over here. Somebody said the average height for American women is five four, and the width is the same. Oh, you know what? On that note, we have to put up the disclaimer. You've gone too far, sir. This is why my show gets throttled. <laughs> This is why my show gets throttled. Bruh, see, I didn't say it. It was him. It was him. It wasn't me. I just repeated the comment. So what we're going to do is we're going to put up the uh, disclaimer here. We're not here for hate. We are here for men's emotional health, lifestyle choices, finances, and whatnot. <laughs> Yo, man, y'all cool, cold-blooded in the chat. It ain't me. It ain't me. <laughs> All right, let's get back into the show. All right, so where are we at here? Uh, okay, so so what happened was these women foolishly gave this man up to about $10 million, all right? So he was able to finesse them with the gentleman game, and which we'll go over that. As you can see here, he got his coat. He's here uh, chilling, laughing, you know what I mean? He's an Israeli guy, and he played a millionaire. He paid a suave gentleman, as you can see right here, uh, pictures with yachts, uh, Rolexes, and all of this stuff. He played the gentleman on Twinder. Twinder on Tinder, and he's finessed some of these big old Norwegian women, all right, <laughs> or, or Nordic women. Shout out to XL Pro Services. Salute to the show on the Cash app. And so uh, we're going to talk about this type of manipulation, what the story is. But first, but first, as I do, I'm going to show you my theory and back it up that when women manipulate men, it's seen as, well, that's part of the game. You know, she just did what she did. And nobody really cares. They don't take her to the court of public opinion. They don't take, they don't tell them to prosecute her. Nobody makes a Tinder app. I mean, a Netflix series out of it. I want you to listen to this young woman right here. This woman is talking about on seeking arrangement, how to initiate the allowance conversation. I want you to listen to what she says, and we're going to compare it to see 
if it was any different than this man did. Let's go ahead and roll it. So if you've met someone when you've been out and then you want to make him your sugar daddy without him knowing it, obviously, then you meet him and you date him for a few times. On about the fourth date, you... So she, she's, she's really specific about her manipulation. On or around the fourth date. Then start bringing up about oh my gosh, I'm so stressed right now, babe. I'm sorry, but I'm going to try to like have a fun time with you right now. Um, And you start doing all that. So she says you start doing all of that. Shout out to Linkston Cryer on the Cash App. Sorry, I had to stop the show because I don't, I'll forget him. He says, Blue Horse loves Anacott Steel. I love it. Wall Street. He's going to be like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And you tell him, you know, it's my rent or my debts or I've had some debts come out of nowhere that I forgot. So she's using the damn about. So she's using the damsel in distress to manipulate the guy into doing what she wants, meaning AKA give her money. The damsel in distress syndrome here. Oh, something came up. Oh, I'm stressed out about this to get money out of the guy or some unpaid car um, fines or whatever it is that you want to say, you just make up a... Make up. You just make up. Not only that, we could talk about makeup being manipulation, but we're not even going to go that low. That's Mickey Mouse stuff. We're already advanced out of that game. A fake, like um, a fake scenario, a fake problem. And, or it might be real because... Or it might be real because we broke. Yep. A lot of you that are trying to do this seem to have no money. And <laughs> you're trying to do this as like a quick thing. That is yep. Yep. Okay. Now she's not wrong. Not always going to be quick thing. So Correct. it might be a real scenario for you. Whatever. Which it, it is. Trust me. These girls are broke that are on seeking arrangement. I'm just telling you, they broke, they broke, they one flat tire away from being in bankruptcy. Okay. So let me give you another scenario of, um, did I close the tab? Oh, here it is right here. Let's give you another scenario. Here's a story about a timeshare mogul who's suing an Instagram model over uh, his ex-girlfriend over racy OnlyFans pictures. You guys remember when I went over this story and I gave him one of the simps, uh, the 12 cents of Christmas. Okay. Remember this story. He said he's, he's suing her for upwards of a million dollars, right? Uh, let me see here. Yeah, one million dollars. He's saying she scammed him, tricked him. And he wants all the money back out of $1 million. All right. So this is a situation where the woman has manipulated the man. It's not a crime. She's not in jail. Okay. She didn't commit any fraud. Uh, the court of public opinion is basically like. Um, they're, they're a fool in his money shall soon part. Hey, you got tricked because you're an old jerk and you and you're a sucker for a young woman and you a sucker for love. Nobody really came down hard, pause, except for coach, on the woman. Nobody really said the woman needs to be arrested and jailed and thrown in jail or nothing. Everybody put the onus back on the guy. He had to hold that L. He had to be accountable. And then he tried to go into court and sue her for a million dollars. Like, for what? She ain't got no million dollars, all right? Because you paid for what? She drank up all your Kool-Aid. You, you gave her gifts, trips. She misused your place, your home, your private, her private jet to promote herself on her OnlyFans. And uh, you were the sucker. You got tricked. Now, 
she ain't going to jail. So why, why is the other guys going to jail? Why would men manipulate women? They got to go to jail. I'm going to give you another story because I ain't done with that yet. Let me give you yet another story. All right. Let me see. I didn't pull it up, but I just thought about it. All right. Here it is right here. Right here. Let's pop it back up. The Dine and Dash dater strikes again. The Dine and Dash dater. Here's a man, man, age 44, who lures in women online, but runs. But runs out on their first dates before the cash, wait, before the check arrives, claims another victim. So here's a man who takes women out on dates, and before the check comes, you got to get my bag and run. <laughs> Here's a woman saying getting her bag and run from guys sending her money online. You got to get my bag and run. <laughs> so before the check comes on the table, he excuses himself to the bathroom. And some of these fat older women, guess what? They're mad that they got finesse. See, chicken right here. Look at this chunky chicken nugget right here. She's sitting here mad. She got finesse, bruh. You, you should have known. <laughs> you should have known. Who takes you out to Morton Steak's house in broad daylight? In the light of day, all right. You should have known you was paying for that little Gordita, Gordita, all right. And so there he is. And guess what? They trying to put his ass in jail. They arrested him, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see something here. Um, let me see here. Let's see. Just where is it? Right here. Uh, I know they arrested him. They arrested. They, they, there was another one that I know they arrested. But anyway, nonetheless, nonetheless. When men manipulate women, it's a crime. When women manipulate men, okay, it is what it is. So what? When women manipulate men, it is what it is. When men manipulate women, the court of public opinion. All right, you see what I'm saying? So you know what I do here? I set it up so that there's no argument. Men do that all the time to women. I don't want to hear this, okay? Because I'm going to complain about this. And you men always complaining. Well, I just set it up. I set it up just so I could show you that now that this man's doing that, they get an entire Netflix show. How many times have you been out on a date? How many times have you been out on a date? And then the check comes. She reaches for her purse. Oh, damn, I don't have my wallet. Oh, I forgot my wallet. I didn't bring my wallet in. I know it doesn't happen a lot, but it happens. And you're like, oh, shit, this, this stuff again. All right. She start patting her wallet, patting her chest, oh, looking in her bra, looking in her titty. Oh, I, my card ain't in there. My card, only my car keys. And you're like, oh, shit. How about this story? And I meant to talk about this one. How about this story of manipulation? Phil Collins. Phil Collins Married and divorced Phil Collins twice. Got lured back in. She lured him back in to divorce his ass twice to move in with her, probably like her personal trainer that was blowing her back out. And then look at right here. She divorcing her new husband She that she moved out of, uh, that, that was living in Phil Collins' house right here. And then she wanted 20 million. Here, look, 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 look. What about this manipulation right here? Phil Collins' ex-wife now wants $20 million to leave his $40 million mansion. Guess what? Nobody says nothing. 
Look at this. Oh my God. All right. They put it in the newspaper, but, but people forget these things very quickly. And because I can remember them, people say I got, I'm hurt over here. Well, who hurt you? Why are you always remembering these stories of when men, uh, women manipulate men? And I say, well, cause you guys never forget when men lie to women, you guys never forget when men manipulate women, you guys will make a whole damn Oprah episode. You'll be on Ayana Von Zahn. You guys will be out here crying. It'll be a Netflix series. Okay. It'll be on fake book. You guys will be telling all your girlfriends, don't go on Tinder, girl. Watch out for these guys. But then when women come, I'm sorry, when men come on here and say, you know what? You guys got to really be careful on how you deal with women. They have certain tricks and tactics that they'll use against you to manipulate. First of all, the makeup, the hair, they'll start lying about their body size and shape, curvy with a little extra pounds. They show up bigger than the Goodyear blimp. And then we're supposed to be sitting there like, oh, well, this is okay. And then the lies continue from there and there and there. All right. And then when you start asking them hard questions, did your ex pay child support for your baby, for your babies? Huh? What do you mean? You can't ask me none of that. How dare you? How dare you? Right. And we're hurt. We're so-called hurt for trying to protect men against this type of manipulation. Why is that? And they'll say, well, the women's lives here will never be the same when they get hurt by men. So what is it when I talk about Phil Collins? What is it when I talk about that goofy dude that had that OnlyFans girl? What is it when I listen to these girls on Seeking Arrangements or any of these manipulation sites where they're telling people that this is how you emotionally con men? Because they're suckers for love. What about the fact that paternity fraud is not illegal? A woman could claim you're the baby, make you pay for the baby until you find out the baby's not yours. You might still have to pay for the baby. She never goes to jail. How about the fact that she lies in family court and there's no way you can prosecute her for that? Oh, but we're just hurt over here. You know what I mean? But they can come out and do an entire series playing the victim. Everybody plays the fool. Oh, no. So this is what I do. I set up my story first with evidence so that now when I tell the story, nobody can come in here and be like, yeah, well, but when men. Or but when women or why are you complaining about that? He's doing her wrong. See, that's what the goofy guy will come in here and say, well, obviously, coach, are you supporting manipulation by men? And I told you at the beginning, I don't. Everybody should put their cars out on the table and reveal how much of a failure they are instead of everybody talking about how successful they are, but everybody in their past missed it. You know what I mean? Oh, he missed it. He missed the importance of me 100 men later. All right, put your cars out on the table. You are absolute catastrophe, and I'm probably coming here and saving you, all right? I'm saving you from you and yourself. You're a catastrophe. You're an Owen. People should just put their cars on the table. But instead, you guys go out here fake and normal. You're 40 years old, 45-year-old woman on Tinder acting like you're just going to get swept off your feet. It is mind-blowing. That's manipulation by itself. I mean, that's manipulation by itself. Going out here selling yourself for the highest bidder and wanting a high-value man in your 40s. It's mind-blowing. To me, that is, that's ridiculous. I mean, I'm telling you, look. You need a savior. I ain't your savior. I ain't your will. I ain't the bottle of sin that you feel. Yeah. Mm. You're a catastrophe. You're probably on mental health meds. You're probably an alcoholic. You're probably broke. You probably live with your mom, your parents still at 45. You're probably 
Yeah, she needs a hero. That's what you need. Just you need to come to the table. I need a hero. We don't need another hero. That's what you need. You need a hero. And this is what they this is why they disqualify a bunch of men because they're not heroes. Man, let's get into these super chats and let's dig into this story. Shout out to the coach gang. And I don't mean to be mean. I'm just telling you, manipulation on both sides, it's just miserable. You're going to make yourself miserable. Um, but but uh, we need to start being able to call out female manipulation without being called names. Because what do we call the women on the other side of the story? We have to call them names, right? We can call them stupid and hurt and, and needed a hero and gold diggers. I mean, what's the point? We already know what it is. They needed a hero. Jason Webb, back in the building. Shout out to you. James Avery, shout out to you. Don't say anything. These brothers don't say anything. They just drop it here. Florida Henry, my membership was canceled and refunded, so here's $10, man. I don't know what they be doing, man, to me. They want to break me over here. Swing Out Museum, Coach, tip. If you time trick, you can't money trick. 100% ding, ding, ding. If you time trick, you can't money trick. You got to decide what you're going to trick off, guys. I mean, it's all the same value to the woman. Money, energy, attention, time. And there's a woman here is going to, yeah, the West End Caleb. So, yes, we did the story on the West End Caleb yesterday, uh, uh, last week. Of course, the, the guy tricks them, manipulates them, and now they're the victim. <laughs> You're like, wow, dude. I'm telling you, man. If y'all don't see this, I don't know what you want. Um, check this out. Money, energy, attention, or time. You trick one of those. And then when you avoid tricking money, you over... You over, um, what do they call it? You overcorrect or you overcompensate with energy, time, and attention. I mean, yeah, energy, attention, and time. Because you're like, I'm going to avoid the money trick. I'm going to avoid the gold digger. I'm going to avoid the woman scamming me out my dollars. And then you overcompensate with energy. You overcompensate with attention. You overcompensate with time. Just to avoid money. <laughs> he says, but what about love? <laughs> IMG says, what's up, coach? Sorry for going MIA. I'm a very busy man. I bought three helium miners and just started work as a tech analyst. He says, I got to get my bag. Boy, what, wait a minute. Three helium miners. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but how much that costs? That sounds like it's going to make some money. Old dog says was getting duck sick from a praying mantis. And he says, thought I was doing her a favor until I heard Tinder and bubble notifications all night. And I held mantis frame, man. I'm going to tell you, bro, that sounds like an interesting thing there. They are addicted to those apps. They all have those apps. They have all my, and if they're under 30, they got all the apps, all of them. All right. And they're not trying to find heroes. They're either trying to find Chad or men to manipulate. The only ones looking for partner partners like that are older women on those apps. We're going to show you. I mean, listen, people disagree with me because I say things and I'm cold. Um, this story is going to prove it. I mean, these women were literally on Tinder trying to find a hero. Mm. Campster email, he says, got gas, silver, diesel, solar, backup battery. Backup battery is an important one. Propane, wood. Yes, pellets, thousands of rounds. He says, I hope the world grinds down. 304 reset. And he also says, got years of food too. I don't look cr crazy now. Yeah, no, the preppers are really been on it the last two or three years. 
Uh, people used to make fun of preppers. Now, I don't even know how you can make fun. You look like the goofball by not having an extra uh, an extra freezer right now full of food. You you like a goofball right now. Because <laughs> this is going to be T-minus uh, a week, and you're going to be out of food. Uh, Das Token says, this is why you don't take on these SMs. He says, one once disaster strikes, you're going to be looking dumb as F while they're running through your resources reserves, shaking my head. That is, we've been talking about that. No dead weight. They're going to come to you. Uh, they're going to come to you and want refuge. They're going to be refugees out here. Um, they're going to come to you. And if you take on dead weight, what's going to happen is they're going to run through your reserves quickly. And once they're done, they're going to, uh, they're going to go to the next house. This is what this is how it works. I tell you, man, this is the wrong time to get into relationships and marriage. The wrong time. Doc Stoker said it. I, I mean, because this is we're we're teetering right now. And I've been saying that for about a year and a half, and everybody's like, nah, we good. You think we're good? Like, do you guys really feel secure financially? Do you feel good economically? Like, I'm gonna say 90% of us, we don't. We don't feel very secure at all. I'm telling you, one situation and it's a wrap. For for about 40% of you, it's a wrap overnight. Overnight. You'll be in lines at the grocery store. You'll be in lines for gas. You'll be in lines for bread. Overnight. But it's okay. I got a bench right here. And I got rules. You might have to be handcuffed, you know, until I trust you. You'll be handcuffed to the bench. DK Bradley sounds like my ex-girl, 22-year-old in college via financial aid and paying rent. Uh, is it via her dad? He says she said she needed $400 for back taxes. I said, well, that's too bad. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. I literally had a woman here, young uh, you know, Orange County woman singing me. She was singing me a sob story. I, I couldn't even believe it, bro. Now, if you were a simp, you would have been, you would have been falling for a hook, line, and sinker. She had one sad love song after the next. The first time I met her, oh, I'm going to start my own business. I got this business idea. Now, every time I hear, oh, my cell phone, my dad, is it, this woman's 26. <laughs> My dad didn't pay my cell phone bill. Somebody got a PPP loan in my name. <laughs> I was like, God dang. I'm moving in with two other women. We're going to be roommates. We're going to make it. The other girl's rich. My car won't start. But I got in a car accident. <laughs> Again, damsel in distress. She probably tried to use every damsel in distress on me, and I'm just sitting there like this. She like, damn, that didn't work. <laughs> My student loan bill's going to be due. I'm telling you, bro. These, I'm telling you, man. And this is what you get when you deal with younger women. So you got to put up with it because they really, their lives are. Guys, let me just tell you, as a young man, it, just look at your life as a young man. If you're watching me age 26 and under, age 25 and under, you know how you're broke watching me right now? You're broke. You don't know where you're going to get no gas. You ain't got no petrol money. You know what I mean? You got to decide between 
you got to decide between because you still live at your mama's house, too. All right. You still live at your mama's house. So you got a room, a musty room in your mama's house. You watching me in your drawers. Pause. You ain't got no job to go to because you off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. All right. You only work four days, 20 hours a week. You got one hustle. You, you know how you're watching me right now? You're broke. So the women on your age group, they're broker than you. <laughs> and, and they can make more money. He says, Coach, I ain't broke, but you're right about everything else. <laughs> you and your fruit of the looms watching me laying on your belly with your feet crossed. You know how the girls do <laughs> The women in your age group, they're broker than you, and they can have two jobs, and they still broker than you. You know why? Because women like stuff. They like stuff. All right? Even See, this is why, like, if this is the whole gender pay gap thing. I know we're going on and on here. This is the whole gender pay gap thing. Let's just say overnight, Thanos snaps the world, and the gender pay gap is healed. And women make 10% more than all men. I guarantee you, they'll still be in the same financial situation. Like, they'll still be the same broke. Like, it don't matter. Like, they would have to make 200 times, 200% more than men to even equal what you make at 100%. Because they're going to take that money and they're still not going to save. You know what I mean? And they're still not going to invest. And they're still not going to, they're going to still buy red bottom shoes. They're going to take the money that they got in the gender pay gap snap and they make 10% more, they're going to take that money and they're going to buy stuff. That's what they're going to do. 100%. I, I know this. The world knows it. It's kind of like giving back reparations. <laughs> it's like giving reparations. All right. They're like, all right, as soon as we hand the check over, the let the bloodshed begin. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? There'll be so many murders on the street. They're like, all right, we gave the money up. Now there's collateral damage. Like they're just gonna spend it. <laughs> you spend it on bullshit. Like they already know. That's why, like, we ain't giving y'all nothing. The crime rate will jump up ten thousand percent. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, everybody knows that. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you gonna do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! All right, people got hurt feelings over that. <laughs> the reason why poor people are poor is not because they don't have money; it's because they're poor-minded. That's I mean, they're gonna make the same mistake over and over again. That's why you're poor. <laughs> Come on, man. Poor has nothing to do with opportunities. Poor has everything to do with mindset. That's the blue chip mindset series, man. Check it out. Let's get back to the show. Let's break down this case. Here are these girls right here. Uh, there's a great song by Avant called Mr. Dream. And so Mr. Dream is about a song about a guy who loves a woman. And then she basically is going to go for the fantasy guy. And then, you know, He's just showing her the most love. Great song. Great R&B simp song. Shout out to Avant. The Tinder Swindler Netflix series new crime document uh, Simon Hyatt looks like a must watch. And so here's what happens here. 
it focuses on the experience of a number of women who uh, had with Simon, an Israeli con man who used the popular dating app to get close to, but ultimately defraud the women. All right, now they're the victims. Okay, here, Hayat posing as Simon, whatever the name is. That's why I don't remember names because I'd skip names like that. Would use Tinder to seduce young women. Now, wait a minute. Wait, did you say young? Did you say? They said young women. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. I know my European women. Trust me. These are some old ass women. All right. These, they, they, these are not young women. These women are well into the mid thirties. And she, they look 40. Young. Even the small one is not young. That's an older woman. <laughs> okay. Stop it. All right. Promising the life of glitz and glamour, but in the end, conning them out of large amounts of money. No, no young women have large amounts of money. Why would you target young women for large amounts of money? All right. It says in the documentary, three women discuss how they came together to ex uh, extract or exact revenge against a man who earned their trust and tricked them into handing over large sums of money. Let me see if I can do this fair use. I might have to clip it out. Uh, no, nah, I won't do it because then I'll mess up the chat. Anyway, uh, let's see here. And so in this situation here, it says right here, Israeli playboy impersonating an oligarch's um, artigarch son and calling himself the Prince of Diamonds to con women across the world out of millions after matching with them on Tinder. So in this story, the women are saying to uh, the women are saying to other women, watch out for men like this. Now, it's similar to what we do over here. Hey, watch out when women do this. But but we can't do that. Right. P people hate when we do that. Even men hate when we do that. Guys, you can't think that all women are going to do this to you. OK, same as I would say, why would they put out this series painting men um, like this? Say, because one man did it. Right. One man did it. But now all women are going to be on guard. Okay, this also proves that you can sell a woman a dream. Remember, I told you, I don't mind romance. I'll romance you for about an hour, hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes. And it's done because we're not playing fantasy no more. But it's easy to sell a woman a dream. This is part of manipulation. All you have to do is use the gentleman archetype, which you sell women a dream. I broke this down in the video uh, right here. Do women hate the, do women create the men that they hate? They created the gentleman archetype through fantasy, fairy tales, romantic comedy, James Bond films, and all of these things, uh, dark, tall, dark, and handsome, the dark represented, he's mysterious. Um, the, the idea, what was the 50 shades of gray, the mysterious billionaire, you know what I'm saying? That flies her around. Like she, she would never jump on a plane with you, but she's flying in some helicopter. You know what I mean? And then when she gets there, she's getting tied up and abused, you know? See, this is the gentleman archetype that he's playing and manipulating the women against. They created this. All he's doing is using it. And what he used was, um, if you have time to use this, this is a thing that you can use against them. I, man, do I use this? I do, so I won't say I don't use it to con. I use it to try to put my cards on the table. If any of these archetypes I am, is going to be the gentleman. I use dark mystery, mystery uh, to real people in. I don't give my, I don't give them everything up front. All right. So um, 
what, what he's using is social proof. What he did was he used his Tinder to match with them. And then inevitably they would go to his Instagram. All right. And so his Instagram was filled with um, pictures like this. All right. His Instagram was filled with uh, pictures like this. Right. And I told you guys, you can use a lot of uh, Instagram, your Instagram or your dating profile to reel them in, to believe that as one woman said it, um, he says, she says here, I was taking notes. She said right here, um, he swept me off my feet. He sold me a dream and he attracted, he, he attracted women that lived the same life as she did. So this was a woman that had a job and would be traveling, showing her pictures at work, showing pictures of her drinking wine in Greece. And so he showed that. That's all he did. And he used social proof to con and manipulate them into this dream, which is a strategy. It is certainly strategy, especially if you're not a Chad or Tyrone. See, the gentleman is not a Chad or Tyrone. Neither is he a player or a pickup artist. He uses manipulation like this, the gentleman, all right, the mysterious man. And um, they fall for it, all right? Take pictures in your Rolls Royce. Take pictures in your suit. Uh, but then when you take your suit off, your superpower is gone, right? Uh, so he's oftentimes in his suit. He's oftentimes in, 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 in the Maserati, which I don't know if it's, that's a luxury vehicle, all right? That's a lower class luxury. He's taking pictures here. He's in his suit. He's on an airplane, private plane. And so social proof works against women. You can easily manipulate them with this. So in this one, um, what happens is, let's see if we can continue the story here. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about it here. It says an Israeli playboy calling himself the Prince of Diamonds, allegedly. That was his job. He worked for a diamond. I think he said he was the CEO of a diamond company that his father passed down. Again, manipulation. It's the job manipulation. The first question they're going to ask, what do you do for work? Oh, I work as a diamond. I have a diamond company. Manipulation. I mean, if you're going to believe that and you don't do your due diligence, which women are going to Google, some of these women did Google him immediately, and it came up legit. All you got to do is pay for a pay site, a, a website to even prove this. He was very advanced. He was very advanced with this manipulation. Okay. And so, in essence, he had the website, he had the social proof, and he had the job that they desired and the lifestyle like they wanted. Somehow, he's a CEO, but he's, he's, he's all over the world. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, how do you fall for this? It's kind of like some of the things that you guys fall for. How do you fall for this? This is what we teach him here. And he even had a daughter by another woman who showed up on a private jet, so they so what happened was, I'm trying to get the story out. So the crazy thing was this woman right here and all of these women got swooped away on a private jet immediately. Hey, great to meet you, great to match with you. Hey, I'm a CEO of a diamond company. Let's go away quickly. And he quickly whisked some away on a private jet and they go. They went. <laughs> now, if I do that on Tinder, hey, let me quickly whisk you away in my BMW and we'll go somewhere, they'll put up all kinds of red flags. No, I ain't getting in no car with you, but since it's a private jet and it appeals to their success symbol status and it appeals to their inner, you, if you will, gold digger, their inner, wow, this is a hero. It appeals to them, they'll do it. 
they'll forget all the rules for you, but they'll, uh, for him, for thee, but keep the rules for me, as Obsidian would say. And so he swept them off their feet with the hero thing. One woman said, I want men who are sm smart, funny, and impulsive. Remember that impulsive is always something they want. They want somebody spontaneous because they're spontaneous. All right. Women don't put together their thoughts very well. They kind of just talk their way through their thoughts. This is why they kind of take time, take all this time to talk. You're like, where are you going with this? Men sit around thinking about things. You know what I mean? And before we open our mouth, we prepared ourselves to say what we want to say. We're not very impulsive. We think about we're budget conscious. We don't want to trick off our money. And so we'll sit and think about it before we actually do things. But women don't want you to do that. They want to be manipulate you. We want you to be smart, funny, and impulsive and spontaneous. Just whisk me away for a weekend trip. What the hell? Like, who has time for that? Well, a hero does. A hero has plenty of time for this. And so when the hero shows up, when the hero shows up, they fall for it. When the gentleman archetype shows up, they fall for it. That's like when the hoes show up for you in booty shorts and she comes in and she lays on her bed and she parts her legs like the Red Sea and you bust all up inside of them guts. Roar! And then she show up pregnant 35 days later. Now you mad at her. Hey, what? Hey, what? Hey, I thought you was on birth control. Why you let me bust up in you raw? Why you didn't tell me to put on a condom? Guess what? You got all the responsibility. They're going to say, well, you should have kept it in your pants. You should have put on a condom. You shouldn't have busted up inside of me. <laughs> right? It was manipulation. She knew what she was doing. She knew the consequences, but it's all on you, buddy. Same thing as these women. Hey, why did you get on this plane? Why did you do this? He even had the, the mom of one of his babies and the child on the plane when they showed up for this spontaneous private jet trip. Ah, oh, let's go to Greece. Oh, okay. And then the mom's there. Hey, your mom, the mother, your child's here. Oh, my goodness. The mother of the child co-signing the guy. The mother of the child's co-signing the guy. End up finding out that the mother of the child was a woman that previously got manipulated but this is her way of working out the debt. <laughs> so this story has everything that we talk about. And he even uses the damsel in distress that this woman talked about. Again, I always show you proof. This woman talked about using the damsel of distress to manipulate men. I played the clip at the beginning. Well, he did the exact same thing. What he did was, what he did was, he would get women to, he would say, hey, you know, I'm on this trip. My enemies are looking against me. I'm, you know, I'm working against the mob. They're trying to get me. And then he'll show a picture of him with blood on his shirt and his security guard will be attacked. Okay. And then they'll, they'll say, listen, they, they cut off my credit cards because I'm on the run uh, from my, my enemies. They're trying to get me and bankrupt me. Uh, give me your credit card number. Well, what did a woman do? Well, this guy seems to look like he has money. They never checked if he has money. Well, he has a website. He has a CEO. He has a private jet, blah, blah, blah. They give him the money. They give him the credit card. Then he maxes out their credit card. Then he says he needs all these loans, personal loans, in the level $250,000, $10,000. Not $250,000, $25,000, $10,000. They take out personal loans. These women right here, 
that wants you to feel sorry for them. These women went and took, because remember, remember, I'm going to go back. Because everybody's going to be like, this is messed up. I'm going to go back. This woman did the opposite to this guy. This woman did the opposite where she got him to give her gifts and all of this stuff and travel. And she's up here taking pictures and drinking this champagne and partying and drinking crystal. And guess what? We're saying he's the dumbass. Coming back here, they got to take this L. Why are we doing the court of public opinion? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I messed it up. Share the screen. So just like this guy, just like this guy, this guy got manipulated against her. And then what happened was everybody said he was the dumb. He was the dumbass. Okay. Now, guess what? Now they're saying they're the victim. Oh, poor us. Poor us, poor us. You took out personal loans to a dude that you didn't really know, but they but but the, the problem was they kind of he did he did move aggressively. He used the whole move in with me. He's like, move in with me. He sent them to look for apartments, $15,000 budget. But then he eventually said, hey, they're looking for me. I need your credit cards. I need your, I need your, I need your personal loans. I need you to send me money ASAP. They sent it. <laughs> they sent them the money. Now, if you guys want to, <laughs> it's just crazy. So all he had to do was show, uh, let's see here. All he had to show was that he lived a lifestyle. Eventually, he was running a Ponzi scheme. He would take one woman's money and finance the trips for the other woman, right? And then he would use, he would take her on trips while using her money. Then the next woman will come up, and then he would he would wine and dine her with her money. That's basically what he was doing until it ran out. So all of these women here uh, got finessed using the same trick. And one thing I'm going to tell you again, another thing we already talked about. One thing that we already talked about, you know, these women being passed around, the eights, nines, and tens are basically passed around. They hit their head. They date the dream guy. They date the, the, the pookie. They date the Chad. And then at the end, they go. And that's you. So these women that got ran around, okay, she got the damsel in distress used against her. She'd been flown around on yachts, boats, taking vacations, degrees, private planes. All right, these women, not saying they're eights and nines, but they're not ugly, all right, by any stretch of the imagination. And then by the time they come to you guys, this is us now. This is how it affects us. By the time they get to us, guess what the story is? Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, a.k.a. nice guys, right? And that's you. <laughs> you know, like, essentially, that's what we get. And so when the women are complaining, wait, what's wrong with us? I'm 35, I'm fine, and I'm good-looking for my age. You know, these women here, somebody said 35, 8, 9, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10
they're now 35. All right. They was getting swindled when they were probably younger. So I was trying to figure out they were they're they're older now. This probably happened years ago, right? Um, he's 28 here. The woman was 31 in the photo. One of the women were 31. This woman's 31. Looking like everyone's Swedish girlfriend, all right. Every average Swedish woman, all right. So that's what my roommate looked like. All right, they kind of look. Let me not diss him. So then the story is, well, we're just looking for the nice guy. You're such a good man. We're looking for the good men. Are there any gentlemen left? They start sounding like this woman right here. You know, okay. So this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm online. I'm trying all these things. But like, what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there at all? I don't know. Help me out. It's, it's the tragic story. So I wish women would get it as why men are revolting against this idea. Okay, they're revolting against this idea. This is why you have MGTOW. This is why you have SYSBM. Uh, yeah, SYSBM. This is why you have um, all these segmented. This is why you have the black manosphere. Because it's not the guys that are playing the gentlemen. It's not really the Chads and Tyrones. It's not really the Pookies and Ray Rays. Okay? It's not the gentlemen. You know who it is? It's the regular dude that's sitting here and trying to honestly date from age 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, try to do this. And we got pushed to the side, pushed to the, oh, no, no, you ain't thuggish, ruggish enough. Oh, you ain't man enough. Oh, you ain't this enough. You ain't got no money. You ain't got no Escalade. You ain't got no, you live with your mama. Oh, this and that. Oh, you fat, you ugly, you, you, you short, you dark, you bald. You're. This is kind of what makes up this fear. And then you have outsiders. You know what I mean? You have a group of the other people who tried the other things and it didn't work out, right? Marriage, gentlemen, pokey Ray Ray Chad. And now we're sitting here going, these women that are saying, well, what's wrong with us? Why don't you like black women? Why don't you like single mothers? Why don't you like? And these women are all 30, 32, 35, 36, 40, 45, 55. And then they got smoke for us when all through their younger years, they was giving smoke to us. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Then when her time, materials, and efforts are soggy, and sagging and we're like nah that's okay ma'am or it's got a baby in it she done popped two babies out of her time materials and effort now she's 28 30 35 now we're like nah we don't want it everybody's like what's wrong with you guys <laughs> and then there's some guys that say she likes getting the coach i'll take her see this is what's happening to the dating marketplace so unfortunately i don't feel bad for these women at all they got manipulated. Ladies, it's part of the game. When this dude got manipulated, it was part of the game. When these dudes go on seeking arrangements and they get manipulated by young girls. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> it's part of the game. Y'all don't tell those girls to be dragged into court. When Phil Collins and men get manipulated through divorce, 
and they lose millions and millions and millions of dollars. And Dr. Dre gets finessed, finessed in the divorce court. Nobody says anything. Quiet. And then I say to Dr. Dre and I say to Phil Collins and I say to this gentleman and I say to the gentleman here, stop playing the fool. The majority of people out here need a hero and they're out here manipulating the hell out of you. And the reason why they don't like me is because I tell you what it is. It's manipulation. If a woman past the age of 28 comes up and tells you she loves you, tell her or ask her, have you ever loved another man? Now she's stuck. Have you ever loved another man the same way you love me? The same way you claim to love me. Have you loved another man? If she has a child, she gonna look like an asshole answering this question. Because you let somebody bust all up in them guts and produce a child and you didn't love them the same way you love me. You love me and I ain't even gave you a child yet. You love me, I ain't even moved you in yet. You've lived with other men. You've married other men. You produce children with other men and you don't love them that much. Now, look at what you did to those men and look at what, what, what are you going to do to me? See, these are the manipulation games they don't want me to reveal. I don't want you to be scared of women. I want you see. For the people that are saying you're making men scared of women. OK, so what what is this story? Question. What is this story going to do for women on Tinder? Is this is this story going to make women relax on Tinder or are they going to be on Google and Zillow every time they meet a guy? Are they going to ask them 50 questions like they do now? What do you do for work and where do you live and you live with your mama? Who do you live with? Have you ever been married? Do you have multiple kids and are they from the same mama? They will fire off question after question. Why? To protect themselves against men's manipulation. They don't come in with an open heart and an open mind, but they want your dumb ass to do it. They want you to come in. Well, I'm not like your ex and I'm not like the other women and I'm not women aren't all. They want you to come in with your guard down. I was listening to DJ Academics. Uh, and that guy, Adam, was it the guy, whatever show that the Fresh and Fit went on the other day. And they people think they either look bad or good. I haven't seen it. Flagrant, whatever that is. And the guy was on DJ Academics, man, and he was simping. Basically was like, well, guys, you know, guys that follow Fresh and Fit are basically, uh, you know, they got their guards up and they're watching out for this and watching out for that. You can't do that, man. See, it's guys that say stuff like that. It's guys that say stuff like that but at the same time, watch women keep their guard up 100%. Interrogate men. Guys that say stuff like that, they're doing a disservice to men. And they got to say simp stuff like that because they're married. And then years later, they'll get divorced and they'll be like, why didn't I see this coming? How come nobody told me? Why is she taking me to court? Man, was she trying to swindle my bank account? Adam Schultz, Andrew Schultz. See, you guys got to be on guard because women are just as on guard as you. If they weren't, they wouldn't ask you a damn question. They would just be like, hey, let's just go have some fun. Let's go hit mini golf balls and go have some fun. But no, nah, they want to sit across from you and interrogate the shit out of you before they even get out of there. 
they're going to ask you many questions about your finances, your work history, and where you've been, and your education, and where you live, and why do you live there, and what do you do this, and do you have kids, and when was your last relationship, and where did you live, where did you grow up, what's your sign? And they'll question you in between those questions. Well, why did you do that? Why did you choose that job? And why did you leave that job? It's like a damn interview. They're doing that to protect themselves against you, which is fine. I say that's fine. However, when I say the same things back to you and I start firing questions back at you, what do you mean? And why don't you trust me? And how did you do this? And why are you asking me that? You don't trust me. You don't trust women. You don't believe in marriage. Why? 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 You hurt you. <laughs> it's goofy. And then a simp. It's always a simp. It's always a man that's going to come in and say, well, we got to be open-minded and not all women are going to do stuff like that. And I say, well, the reason why, the reason why is, is because of goofy ball, goofballs like you. When women manipulate, it ain't a crime. It's seen as, well, you pick the wrong woman, pick another one, pick better, right? Pick better. You shouldn't have picked her. You the one that picked her. But when this happens to the women, oh, poor woman. Oh, she's the victim. Oh, take him to court. Arrest him. Same thing right here. Uh, the, the meal, the dining dasher. Where's the dining dasher? I lost it. How did I click off of it? Right here. No, I, I did click off. The Dinah Dasher. Oh, the Dinah Dasher. How dare him? How dare him use love to get me in? Okay, how dare women use sex to get me in? How how dare women use manipulation to get me in? Then you meet him and you date him for a few times. On about the fourth date, you then start bringing up about Oh my gosh, I'm so stressed right now, babe. I'm sorry, but I'm going to try to like have a fun time with you right now. Um, and you start doing all that. He's going to be like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And you tell him, you know, it's my rent or my debts, or I've had some debts come out of nowhere that I forgot about or some unpaid car um, fines or whatever it is that you want to say, you just make up a fake like um a fake scenario, a fake problem. And there you go. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, not all women are like that. No, don't worry about all that. Look the other way. Here, here's a flashy thing. Here, hey, look into this ass. Look at this camera. Full flashy. You like, okay, I'm in love again. All right, let's get into these super chats. Castry, uh Das Token says, Oh, nope, I got you. DK Bradley. Sounds like my ex-girl 22. Um, oh, I got you on that one. Peruvian Heat coach, I was talking to this girl from Tinder and she asked me to cash app her money for her nails and hair and said she wants five kids. I told her I definitely can't afford you. You gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> wow. That's crazy, man. People are really... Um, there's, there's people finessing uh, men left and right. God dang. Freddie Frappuccino... He says XX is pro protested in the 60s just to become debt slave in 2020s. He wants to hit him with the evil lab. NWO is really undefeated in these streets. Let it burn, like Usher said, free agent lifestyle. Yeah, I never will understand that one at all. 
We want more work. <laughs> we want to work. We want to be out of this house. Now, I get it, man. Having kids and raising kids would make you want to get out of the house. But this whole thing about we want God, we want jobs, we want corporate slave jobs, we want to punch in clocks, we want to do the heavy lifting, we want to get paid. That don't, I don't get that at all. I'm like, why did you? And you know what? A lot of women aren't getting it now. A lot of women are going like this. They're going like this. Wait, wait, here we go. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. A lot of women are getting it going. Wait a minute. So you're telling me. <laughs> you're telling me. Feminism was about making us get what men were giving us without question. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. There's women sitting in the parking lot of their car going to work, going, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I'm a feminist because I want to go to this job, but I can barely afford to live by myself, but I can find a man to give it to me. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. Now, I'm going to tell you, where they messed up it's because they promised them a dream again they were sold a dream by the feminist movement that they were going to be ceos <laughs> you're going to be ceos you're going to have your own job you can be able to dictate how you spend your money i mean all things that don't work good for them you know what i mean like you'll have your time away from your family you'll have money to spend that you're going to mismanage and not save We'll, be, we'll barely pay you enough. You'll be just over broke. You'll be, you'll have some money, but you'll still be broke. You'll be just over broke. <laughs> like, and you'll get, you'll, you'll, you'll rebel from your father. You'll flee from the home. You'll get pregnant without getting married. You'll be able to have sex with anyone you want, just like men. Now what's happening? <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Now they looking like this. Wait a minute. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. Yeah, man. I think they got sold a bill of goods. I mean, I think a lot of women are real waking up to that. They are like, I could be sitting at home. <laughs> But they made that the, the portrait of slavery, right? You'll be chained to your bed. You'll have to listen with, to what men say. Now, I like that side is not pretty all the time either. So you know, what I mean, I, like I don't, I don't know if I would want that either. But I'm looking at it going, we, you didn't get the happy medium. You literally went to the opposite extreme, to where they're still begging and panhandling. I saw this dude. I was in Newport. Somebody says they got sold oceanfront property in Kansas. Yep, they got sold a bridge in, in New York, Brooklyn. I was watching, I was driving in this nice exclusive area. I'm in the 911. I see a brother next to me in a big fat uh, Mercedes Benz. And on the corner, living life up on the corner, slinging rocks and smoking weed. On the corner is a, a black woman. I mean, now, in Newport, to see this picture, this picture would be the 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 not so like this is the what do you call it? 
you probably wouldn't put this scene together in a movie and it would be believable. A black guy in 9-11, a black guy in a big fat granddaddy caddy, uh, granddaddy, uh, a monster BMW, tinted windows black. He just leaned into the side in this flossy ass ride with the OG gangster glide. And on the corner is a black woman, a big one. A big black woman with a teenage son and a young, I think it was a young son. I didn't even look at her that long. Anomaly. I can't even, I couldn't even think of it. This picture, this is an anomaly in Newport. Big black woman on the corner. This is by um, if you guys are familiar with Newport, it's by the um, it's by the um library, by the city council, the library, and um, what's the other what's the grocery store there? Anyway, begins with a B. See, I can't even name grocery stores. Shit. I go to all the time. It's a high-end grocery store. It ain't like Rouse. <laughs> it's like Anyway, big old black woman, big Bertha. She's sitting there with a sign that says single mom with kids living in her car. It wasn't Whole Foods. It was a uh, not Gelson's. Um, Shit, somebody say it. Hold on for a second. Let me see here. Grocery store. Bristol Farms. Thank you. Thank you, One White Pony. Bristol Farms. Okay, so this is a high-end area. It's Bristol Farms and a lot of high-end shops. And it's by the Newport Beach Library. All right. And the city council building. Big black woman sitting right there. Sign. Now I told you, remember when I told you, and a lot of guys kept saying these hoes are winning. They ain't out here getting evicted. They ain't out here living on the street. You don't know what you're talking about. And I always say, give it time. Give it time. It ain't like people just going to get evicted. They're going to be out on the street. Is this going to be a trickle here or trickle there? And I told you, do not feed the bears. You got to keep your veins cold, as our man Mr. Palmer say. Keep your veins cold. Now, the one thing y'all got to do is y'all going to go help her out with what? What are, like, what are you? She's able-bodied. The son looked like he was in hit. He was around 16. He looked like he could dunk a basketball. I don't mind. Like, why are you out here? He looked like he could do a cold reverse jammy. Why are you here with her on the corner? She's holding you back. She has no business having custody of you. The next question is, where's their dad? That's my question. Where is your daddy? I want to know the answer to that before I gave you a damn red nickel. Did I say a red nickel? A red cent. A hot nickel. Whatever they call it. Where's your daddy? And why ain't you on the high school basketball team? Why aren't you at practice right now? He had the corn rolls or he had the he had some... There's a lot of questions I have to ask here. Yeah, the, the lady looked like this lady right hey, here. I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn? Yeah, th this looked like the family right here. I think this is him. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? It was them. Matter of fact, matter. It was them. This might be them. Hey, I told you to do Biden. I might go back and see if this is them.
This is what I'm talking about, guys. Now, if I went up to them and was like, where's the daddy? They would she would lose her mind. Why you have just give me the money? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? But guess what? Guess who drove off? Me and the brother. Didn't give her a damn dollar. Erk. Keep your veins cold. Keep your veins cold. Them ain't my kids. They ain't my problem. And I ain't saving them. I'm not saving the dude. Yeah, he could probably get on the AAU team and at least get a damn Division Three scholarship fund, but it ain't me, bang. And it ain't, it's not my problem. You guys get yourselves into these problems, and then you want us to fix them. It ain't on me. I want you guys to understand that. This is going to be more common. It's going to be common. We're teetering financially. I mean, you know, the average person, the ham is... The average ham and egger is less than 30 days from just getting financially exploited. Okay. And everybody's, you know, living a house of cards. And um, especially in California and other areas that are high end rent districts, most people don't live alone. I mean, I'm finding it hard to find, you know, when you're dating or when you're meeting women, you know, you're doing whatever you're doing like this. They rarely ever be living by themselves in good situations on dating apps, on any sort of dating app. They never be like, yeah, I'm in my nice house, palatial estate, acres in the backyard. I'm just looking for a man. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. They always one rent payment away. Even with roommates, a rent payment away from a disaster, colossal. And I know there's a woman listening to me, uh, and I'm just warning men, all right? Of course, there's men like this, too. But I'm not teaching men how to date men. I'm teaching men how to date women or not teaching them how to date. I'm just teaching them what you look out for. So, of course, they're saying, well, there's Dusty's, too. Okay, yeah, but that's your your target audience. My target audience isn't Dusty's. I'm trying to warn men against these type of women. There are a lot of them are right. I mean, especially I get, when they age, you know, they age. They don't be in good shape at all financially. It's like mind boggling. I'm like, how do you think you were going to get to the next 30 years? This is why they say they want to meet their Prince Charming. This is why they don't want to give up the lottery of finding their hero. This is why they fall for manipulation like this. Because they say, this is my get out of jail free card. This is my retirement plan. I effed off. I tricked off my good years. Now I'm going to just wait for a hero. And you're like, wow. Because I literally like, you know, because the way my schedule works, I have my kids off and on week on week off. That's why some weeks I start the show later in the day because I do their drop off school drop off. So I start later in the morning, 830. Some days when I don't have them, I can start right off the right when I wake up. Okay. But let me tell you something on the weeks that I have my kids that I'm like, okay, I can, you know, you can't come to my house. I'll come to your house. They can't do it. I would say 80% of women can't do it. They can't let me come through their house. Why? They got a roommate. They live with their parents or uh, they live with, they they got kids at their house. And And if they have kids at their house, they live in a shack, a hovel. You know what I mean? Where the kids will hear me smashing that, spanking that ass in the neck. (laughs) 
headboard to the wall, to their son's wall. Their teenage son trying to drain out the sound like, I know he ain't doing that to my mama. You hurting her. You hurting her. <laughs> Why y'all wrestling? Who's daddy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They live in a shanty town. And they behind on rent. Electricity out. Bullet bullet holes in the damn uh, drywall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You got to come in and see them. Hi, kids. Dip to the bedroom real quick. <laughs> Who is you? <laughs> man, get your ass out of here, man. Get, 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 get out of here. <laughs> All right, man. Raul says there's no fury like a woman scorned. I watched the Twitter uh, swindler, and it was weak as hell. Yeah, by the, by the I don't want to give it away, but by with about 45 minutes left, they was just filling in bullshit. Like they did the whole manhunt, investigative report. I was like, on what? Like what? Like what are, what are y'all going after him for? You gave him the money. Caleb Ferguson, shout out to you, man. Says, Coach, do you, he says, do you, have you read the book, The Power of the Peace League? Women can use their bodies to get whatever they want from a man, but they never think uh, that once they get a man, how they can make him happy by using their peace leave and dare I say him, uh, keep him from cheating. I didn't, I haven't read the book. I can't say it, but I do have my own philosophy related to that. Um, it's basically they're leveraging what they have. Guys, it, it, it is what they have. I mean, there's very little else that will sway you like the peace leave. Like, you know, they'll use other things. I got a degree or anything like that. Guys, women with degrees are a dime a dozen. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, that doesn't make or break you. It's what we want is access. And so if they can get and leverage and remove and reward you with this and manipulate you, all right? Um, it's kind of like the coochie game thing, right? Uh, the woman that says the coochie game. I play coochie games with guys. Normally guys without options. Man, right? if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. <laughs> you know, and so you, if you increase your options, if you have leverage, nothing works against the peace league game, right? This is why men who get married ultimately can get manipulated by his wife withholding sex okay dad what are you doing playing the ring game that he made which is okay with me because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now and he's playing a ring game in the kitchen leave my man guys this is a this formula is very simple and I think people overly complicated with things that really don't exist. Love and fantasy and fairy tale. Like, like, like it didn't take much for these women to hand over money to a guy because he appeared wealthy. She overcomplicated the scenario. Okay. Because there was love and romance and she fell for the gentleman archetype. It's simple. We have success and status. We attract based on that. They have sex. We, we, they attract based on that. And I think some people are really understanding this and you see women keep leveraging this and we keep harping and we keep kind of making fun of them, but it's all she has. And she'll say, that's all she has. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. 
I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. You know, some people don't get out of that. They, they, they will figure out all kinds of ways with the helps of mir mir and the, the help and miracles of modern science to keep themselves in the game. They'll inject areas and lift areas and nip and tuck and, and, and make up and disguise and transform and Decepticon. Do you know what I'm saying? They'll, but it's what they got, so I can't really blame them for that. I really don't harp on people that do that to an extent. I guess I can make fun of it, you know, but... There's power in Peace Leave. And, and again, Peace Leave has brought many powerful men down. So that's how much power there is in it. Powerful men have succumbed to women. They've, become, they've managed to climb and scrape and scratch and claw their way to the top by manipulating themselves into powerful situations. And it only take a woman. Um, um. Female spies have infiltrated powerful networking groups of men in crime syndicates, in po political uh, arenas. Uh, a female has infiltrated her way using vagina alone. No guns, no weapons, no camera, no, no shoe phones, no, no uh, Aston Martins, no Maseratis. You know what I'm saying? No airplanes, no... No drones, nothing. She leveraged it literally with vagina. And I'm going to show you an example of that. Um, I'm going to show you an example. Um, let me see here. I'm thinking of somebody here. Uh, I'm going to show you an example here. I do my homework. Anybody heard of this woman, Josephine Baker? Josephine Baker. Yeah, Kamala, <laughs> Helen of Troy, uh, Cleopatra, <laughs> Josephine Baker. Anybody heard of Josephine Baker? Well, Josephine Baker, in American lexicon, is known as the woman who was, a, she was an entertainer. All right. You know, probably during the flapper days. All right, right here. The flapper days. She's the entertainer. She's the one that I think they Beyonce made of. A, a, did Beyonce make a, a, a movie of her? She's a dancer. She basically was a, a burlesque type dancer right here. Josephine Baker. So a lot of people know her as Josephine Baker, the entertainer, the dancer. But did you know she was a spy? In her end days, she was a spy. Using leveraging only one thing. Peace lead. Watch right here. Josephine Baker's daring double life as a World War II spy. That's what she ended up. <laughs> she, she didn't end up with the riches, sitting around, dancing, dancing her way down to the end. She ended up as a spy. Right here, as the war drums reverberated across Europe in 19... Oh, hell no. In 1939, the head of France's military intelligence service recruited an unlikely spy, France's most famous woman, Josephine Baker. It says Jacquet Apti has been 
uh, the early days of World War II recruiting spies to collect information on Nazi Germany and the Axis powers. Typically, the Secret Service uh, chief sought out men who could travel incognito. Then again, nothing was typical when it came to the American-born dancer and singer. Born in poverty in St. Louis in 1906, Baker uh, had grown up fatherless in a series of rat-infested hovels. She is. Uh, she had only sporadically sporadic schooling and married for the first time at thirteen. Jesus, I tell you, a hundred years ago, a hundred. Well, maybe a hundred years ago for old people like me, dude. They used to do things that you couldn't get away with now. All right, uh, stung by discrimination in Jim Crow America based on her skin color, she left at the age of nineteen to perform as a burlesque dancer in music halls. A young woman shaking her tail, and uh, uh, in the music halls of Paris. Uh, where her risque dance routines, while clad in little more than string of pearls and rubber banana skirt, made okay. We guys don't know that. All right, here it is, right here. A celebrity of Baker's status. Oh, is that after branching out into singing and acting in films, she became Europe's highest-paid entertainer. A celebrity of uh, Baker's stature, made for a most likely unlikely spy candidate, since she could never travel serpentitiously, whatever. But that is. Uh, that's exactly what made her such an enticing prospect. Fame would be her cover. Apti hoped Baker could use her charm, her charm, beauty, and stardom to seduce secrets from the lips of fawning diplomats at embassy parties. Okay. Operation 304. <laughs> now, she's not the first. She's not the last. There's modern day women right now that are entertainers that you think are entertainers and they make all their money entertaining. They're spies. They're spies. And Hitler was smashing it probably. <laughs> okay. She's not the first. She's not the last. What about, um, let me see here. What's the cook? What was the cook that was the spy? What's her name? Margaret. I can't even think of her name. Can't even think of her name. But there's another there's another woman that was a cook. Uh, she had a cooking show like uh, she had a cooking show in the '60s. She was known as the Cooking Lady. Yeah, British famous cook. She was a spy. They're spies right now. Not Chef Boy Julia Childs. That's the one. Julia Child. Julia Child. Here we go right here. Says right here. <laughs> she an old spy too. Julia Child. So she had a cooking show right here. Look at this old lady right here. Oh, Lord. She out here spying. She out here using her peacefully spying. Uh, right here inside Julia Child's spy career during World War II. She was a celebrity chef, but then right here, her spy career saw her handle top secret information as an officer for the agency that preceded the CIA. <laughs> oh, my goodness. oh, Lord, what does she do? Her singing voice and her contagious enthusiasm. But before she churned out top recipes on camera, 
She made a career as an intelligence officer working under the agency that preceded the CIA. In fact, her first big recipes was shark repellent that she concocted while working for the uh, intelligence agency. Intelligence agency. Oh, my right. Uh, oddly enough, her intelligence work actually led to her discovering her passion for food by the way of her husband, fellow spy, Paul Child. All right. So listen. There's people right now, this is where, like, you know, the whole idea of when Ice Cube comes up with a plan and these people from The View and all these people attack, those are spies. Mm. Or they infiltrate, they torpedo stuff. You guys wonder about these these celebrities that run around here? Okay. They be spying on you, infiltrating your stuff. All right? It's going on today. And I always want you guys to understand, you guys are very good at revisionist history. You're very good at saying, oh, back in the day, this is how they used to get over us. And they used COINTELPRO, and they infiltrated this. We got infiltrators in this very space. This space has already been infiltrated, all right? Um, Because they do, it don't take much. Now, when you see Kevin Samuels over there interviewing uh, Nicki Minaj and Brittany Renner, come on, spies like us. Loose lips sink ships as they said back in the American Revolutionary War. The infiltrators have arrived. There's infiltrators watching me right now. I've talked about this. Infiltrators, perpetrators, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they will have people, they will send women towards these constant creators. They'll send women to butter up. This is why I've been telling y'all, I ain't doing no damn, uh, you know, collaborations with, with these people over here. I don't need it. And they will make this place look like a fool. They will take our weakest arguments and, and put them out and project, right? Uh, Eddie says, in my days, early pay-for-play days, I had females manipulate me for extra money. After watching your content, I was able to spot the signs. Funny thing is, when it doesn't work on me, they would stop contacting me. That is an instant, um, that is an instant understanding of of when you call out manipulation, right? You don't give them what they want. It's not like they go, okay, yes, well, you've been nice to me. I appreciate all you've done thus far. I'll keep contact with you. They'll literally break off content, contact with you. That's an instant sign that they were there to manipulate. It's okay. Guys, female manipulation is always going to be a part of it. Male manipulation is always going to be a part of it, but I just want you to recognize it. Henry High, shout out to you. Keep up, keep the grind up, coach. Your live streams have been keeping me busy during the long weeks at work. When I get back to America, I'll get me some Kaylee's in the building. Shout out to you. What's Kaylee doing today? She probably doing the same thing as yesterday. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to. And for me, guys, remember my 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 purpose of this space. Sure, I can branch out. Maybe I'll maybe I'll switch. I'll do a heel turn on you and chase a bag. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> um, you know, my my purpose is when I'm on these channels, like you know, I might do a mainstream channel that's just focused on my lifestyle, not just so much RP. That's probably what I'll evolve into. Okay. Um, I'm not trying to get I'm not trying to prove points out here to get fame. I'm not trying to prove points out here to be famous and get interview celebrities. And like, like to me, if that's what people want to do, I already said to do it. 
I'm not trying to rise and, and, and trying to get to that point. I, this lane is where it is, and this is about as far as it really needs to go in terms of this RP space. Like, this is kind of as far as it needs to go, in my opinion. This is my opinion. If you want to be famous, go be famous, though. But don't take what we've done here and prostitute it out to the mainstream. I mean, that to me, that's then it's going to damage what the true intent of the space was. So I wouldn't want to prostitute this stuff out and easily have them do things to really call out how call out how shallow you are. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know what I mean? First question people are going to ask you is the obvious question to make you pay, paint you in the corner, right? And so I don't think the red pill is built for fame. I don't think it's built for mainstream. And it never was meant for mainstream. So if you want to get a bag, go get one. If you want to go get a bag, go get one. I mean, the bag, you can get a bag without, you can get a bag without, um, sorry, without going, trying to go mainstream in this space. Like as a content creator in red pill only, you could get a good, a nice bag. I mean, you could just be like, this is a bag. All right. But then when you get greedy, all right, when you get greedy, that's when, that's when it really turns effed up for everybody. Greed is going to mess it up. Now, people can accuse me of the same thing, which is, okay, that's fine. All right. I mean, I because I come on twice. You can use whatever argument you can. But you ain't seen me try to get on nobody's show. So I guess that's that level. You know what I mean? I've never tried to do that because I don't think that's how, like, if I ever became somewhat famous, it won't be because Red Pill. It won't be because it won't be because of that. It'll be something else that I literally went. All right, I transitioned into that, and I never was big over here going. I'm gonna get interviewed by CNN, and I'm gonna set them straight, dude. That's the biggest trap out there, is to go on somebody's show. They obviously gonna simp. They obviously gonna cape. As soon as you show up, they gonna simp and cape. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, if you just want to debate somebody, that's it. But I'm I'm finding that. People are going over to cross over, not to debate. Like, I think Anthony Johnson has went on mainstream shows, but it was to promote his, his conference for men and debate. Like, I don't think that was like him trying to go be famous for, for that reason. So it kind of looks different when he went over there. He went over there and he was full of piss and vinegar when he went over there. The other people went over there and it was like trying to, like trying to get people to convert over. Nah. I don't know, man. It's just my opinion. I just really don't know. Let me see here. Yeah, he went over there to promote his thing. So, I, you know, it is what it is. And I think they contacted him. See, that's the thing. They contacted him because he had the whole make women great again thing, which was a funny tagline. And everybody got pissed. So then they were reaching out to him. Now, the other stuff seems to be the up opposite way. I just don't think red pill is mainstream. And, and I'll say it again. It wasn't meant to be mainstream. Like I think where we, where I am now is oftentimes going to be considered mainstream for most content creators. They think I went too far. Uh, anyway, 
But guys, let's go get the bag, but get the bag by not taking it down for everybody else. All right. It's kind of like I was seeing, and I talked about this. Let me see how far I'm at by it. I don't want to bring it up again, but that like the whole thing with that happened with the black coach from Miami Dolphins. I'm like, now you kind of making it harder for them to hire your ass now. You know, now they're not going to hire you, number one. Okay. And then now another coach is coming out. Yeah, they they incentivize me to tank. Okay, so what you're doing now, I just want to make sure you understand what you're doing now. I know you need, I know you want to highlight your point. But what you're doing now is showing why they will never hire you or the likes of you again. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to go out and expose the secrets of the society, I want you to listen to me. I want you to listen. If you're going to go, if you're going to say they invited me in, but it's, it didn't work out for me, so I'm going to go expose them, that's going to prevent them from getting you back in there. That's going to make them think twice about getting one like you again. I just, everything is strategic. Everything's strategic because Hugh Jackson is now saying, yeah, they paid me to tank. They incentivized me to tank in Cleveland. <sighs> This is how it works. When you start revealing secrets, you make it harder for them to hire somebody like you again. Because they're going to say he don't keep the secrets. Uh, the other coaches managed to protect the secrets when we fired them or we hired them to tank. How many coaches have been hired to tank? You know what I mean? And they never went out on Twitter. They never went out on the media circuit to say, yeah, they hired me to tank. They kept it in-house because now you've opened up a can of worms. Now the gambling community is going to come out and say sports is fixed, is frauded, and there's the evidence. Now you got a bigger problem. You see what I mean? When you get on the inside, you're inside to keep their secrets. You're not inside to expose them. So the same is of the red pill community. You, you were giving clout on the inside but now you're outside revealing the secrets. Then your ass is going to want to crawl back in here and have us protect you when you get your ass handed to you. Well, you've lost trust. You've lost trust now. Your ass tried to go out there and got your ass handed to you or it didn't reflect well or CNN uh, roasted your ass. Now you want to come back under the refuge of the protection that you had before you went out there and revealed the secrets. Nope. Nope. See, it's a strategy. He says it's why the Masons have levels. Exactly. Do you hear Obama coming out here spreading the secrets? No, he ain't dumb. Obama got on the inside. He did his job. They paid him. He's sitting quietly. You don't take what you learn on the inside and go outside unless you really want to know, unless you have protection on the outside. It's kind of like gang wars and, and the cartel. You don't be mad at your position in the cartel, leave the cartel, and then go expose the cartel. What do you think going to happen to you now? Okay? I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. And so I think now black coaches have done themselves a disservice more than they are helping the situation. Because you don't go out and expose the NFL. This is a billion-dollar business. 
and you're going to cause billions of dollars of problems now. And now they're going to think twice about bringing your ass back up in here. They're going the next black coach they bring in there, they're going to be like, hmm, can we trust his ass? Is Mike Tom? You hear Mike Tomlin talking? He ain't saying shh because he still got a job and he's on the inside and he'll never tell. Do you hear people coming out of the military telling? Well, the military is bull crap and they did this. Nope, they just say, eh, it is what it is. <sighs> I just want to educate you men on how this works. He says the Falcons take the Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. Dude, that's how sports works. Sports has been fixed. Uh, Jesse Ventura, uh, you know, for like him or not, uh, he's been talking about how rigged sports is. Uh, people that know that sports people cover the spreads. People have accused people of shaving points. We know this, but now you're going to come out and you're going to cause millions of people to say, hey, man, we got screwed on, on gambling losses. If you're saying this game was tanked or predicted, it's going to turn into the World Wrestling Federation then. It's going to turn into the World Wrestling Federation. And who are they going to blame? The black coaches that they let in. Because y'all too hurt and emotional. You can't take your L and lick your wounds. Go take it like a man. It is what it is. You got on the inside. You want it in. You got in. And you got treated like every other coach. Some coaches won. Many coaches lost and got fired. You got fired. Take your L. Go sit your ass down. And stop being a victim. You sit your ass that Why do y'all always got to be the victim? You got in. You want it in. It didn't work out. Go sit down. <laughs> you know, don't go in the inside and then want the inside to uh, revolve around you. As a man, you can't do that. If your ass want to rise to the top in this world, as they say, but, uh, behind every great fortune lies a great crime. Behind every great fortune lies a great crime. Uh, that damn Flores is out here sharing text messages like he's a woman. <laughs> uh, if you want to get into the fortune game, you better get into the crime syndicate. You want to get millions and millions and millions of dollars? Most of the people who have millions have done it with a lack of morals. In a cold heart and through crime. Right? And so if you don't want to get into that, if you don't have the heart for that, if you don't want to be looking over your shoulder, if you don't want to be walking around traveling with security teams, don't get into that game. Because once you get into that game, you're going to be surrounded by those people, sharks. Like you want to get into a VIP at the club? You want to be in the VIP at the club? You know who's going to be at the VIP at the club? Not executives. It's going to be pimps and pushers and, and street con men and, and con game men and, and gangsters. And they'll extort you. They'll extort you. Oh, you in? You got money now? Guess what? You in the club popping bottles? Cool. You need some protection, don't you? No, I don't need no protection. Yes, you do. Because if you ain't got no protection, you don't need protection from me. So let me be your protector. I don't need you. Clap. Mm. 
You see what I'm saying? You get past a certain amount of money, you're in with the sharks. You in with the men that can take your money. I don't think you guys understand it. And what you going to do, run to the police and expose? Oh, <laughs> this is what happened to, um, I don't know if you guys uh, know, and I'm not exposing anything, uh, Biggie Smalls and Tupac, they they had this whole, um, let me just show you, can you relate? He says, I said, you need protection. So when, 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 when Tupac was out here, he had the Bloods as his security team. When Biggie would come out here, the Crips was his security team. You know what I mean? Like, you need to come out here. You need security when you come out here. You need security against these people. If you want to roll in hip-hop, I want to be hip-hop famous. Bruh. Even Lil Wayne, and this is all alleged, he had the star claim in blood on wax. You know what that means? <laughs> that means they walked up to him, bruh. You get in the bag like that, guess what? You need protection. Nah, I'm good. I don't need y'all. Yes, you do. You need it. You need it because without it, we're going to take it from you. So you want to pay us to take it? You want to pay us for legit work or you want to just give it to us? Um, same thing is when you open up a uh, a store on a boulevard. On a store on a boulevard, you open up a restaurant and your restaurant is popping. You're going to see three dudes in fedoras and, and big black suits show up at your door. I see your club and restaurant is popping around here. I see you took in 2,000 people per night when you opened up. Guess what? For us to let you keep doing business on this block, you're going to have to pay us 25%. And you're going to be like, hell no. I ain't paying you shit. Guess what? You done. We cut you a deal at 25. Well, since you turned us down, we're going to spray up the club the next night. Then the club gets sprayed up. Then they come back and they say, I see you needed our protection, so you missed out. You got your club sprayed up. I don't know how that happened. However, now that 25% is going to be 50%. Guess what? You're going to pay the 50%. It's easy. And what you going to do? Go to the police and expose them? You going to file a lawsuit like Brian Flores, who is Honduras, by the way. He from Honduras. I don't know how you're hiding a black card out here, but shout out to my Honduras people. That's how it worked in Harlem Nights, right? Remember in Harlem Nights? That's exactly what happened. Boy, y'all got girls gambling. Y'all take it in what? Okay, guess what? You owe us this. We ain't paying you nothing. <laughs> Guys, when you think about being big, this is what the next level you got to think about. Guys, I knew these guys called, and I don't even want to call their name. <laughs> I don't want to call their name. But in Salt Lake, I don't know if you guys know if there's a Mormon connection with Las Vegas. In Salt Lake, there was guys that I knew that had a business that they would walk to businesses and do that. They would take their business over. They would walk up in fedora hats and suits. They would walk into business. Hey, man, your business seems to be doing good. We're great at marketing. All you got to do is let us on the inside. They literally would take their business over. 
they little by little, they will bring in this media company. They will come in there. They will promote a gym. They will promote a restaurant. And then all of a sudden, you see the guys working the restaurant. You're like, damn, who are these guys? And they will slowly push the owner out and make him uncomfortable. And then the owner finally just say, man, well, I give up. Y'all, y'all can have it. Because you ain't going to. They were three big dudes. And they had more of them. And they had a story about more of them. All right. They tried to get me into that. All right. And I was like, ooh. I was a young dude. And I was like, ooh. Mm. And I backed on. I tipped on out of there. Okay. But I saw them. I saw them do it live in the next. I was like, shit. I was like, this seems like some gangster-ish. <laughs> this some gangster-ish. I was like, good Lord. And I was like, I don't want, I don't want that. I was like, I don't want fame that much. I don't want money that much. I just want to do my stuff and lay low. Yep, they would do everything. They would put on events. They were they were legitimate, but you know what I mean? I ain't gonna call their name out because yo, they come looking for me. Cause they even told me one time, they were like, they they gave me some advice and they were like, if we hear this out, we know where you can we we know where you got it from. I was like, yo, this seemed like some. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's how I get Tony the Battalion over here. All right? They call me over to the side. They over here. And I'm going to tell you one more. Ah, shit. I can't tell you. I'll tell you this. I I don't know, man. If y'all don't see me no more, then I said too much. Some of them, let's just say they have law enforcement backgrounds. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. I'll leave it right there. That's it. That's all. I'll leave it right there. Anyway. I'll leave it there. So anything that you have going on, see, a lot of times y'all be trying to let say saying this and that, trying to expose people. You're really going too far, man. He said, nice knowing you, coach. Uh, I, I can't say too much anyway. Now that we had some fun and that was that was my that was my exit out. That's my exit out. I'm going to have to delete this stream. <laughs> I'm going to have to delete this stream. I'm a, I'm a wanted man now. I'm just playing. Oh, this is why they don't let your ass in. Anyway, somebody don't like my opinion. Oh, this is not an opinion, sir. He said, this is an idiotic opinion. This is not an opinion. Sir, this is not, this is not an opinion. Somebody says, this is an idiotic opinion. Who thinks this is an opinion? (laughs) Or who thinks this is real life? Y'all think. He think all the people who make money are corporate suit operate nine to five are you crazy you crazy in this world this is no do you you don't know how things work sir this is is how things work all the way up to the politicians y'all think these goofy politicians these glad handlers are making rules and policies or do you think he says i hate you too sometimes brother do you think these goofy guys they put up on front are the ones doing the work 
in the back? I want you to ask. Like they put up these politicians. Here's the politician. The politician's a puppet. The politician is the puppet. Behind the scenes is where the work is done. Out in front, they have the pretty girl. She's the hostess. But in the back, the people cooking up in the kitchen and the people put typing in who came in, what, and they watching the security fan, the footage. Those are the people you need to worry about. But some people, y'all think the politician, what is Joe Biden doing out here? Joe Biden ain't doing nothing. I need some protection. All right, anyway. There was a guy that said that this is literally how the world works. And I want you young men to understand it because a lot of you young men, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. A lot of you young men will pursue wanting to be rappers. Then you'll get in the industry and you'll figure out that a lot of these guys participate like Juice World, and a lot of them start doing symbolism related to S-A-T-A-N uh, rituals uh, because people in this industry do these type of rituals. And then you get caught up chasing fame, and then you'll have no other choice but to participate. Right? You'll have no other choice, but you want fame so bad that you'll sell your soul for fame. This is what I'm talking about. You think you're just going to be a big rapper, collect your fat check, sit around banging hoes and chill and uh, be the man? And your homie's going to be your ace boom coons and all that, bro? Speaking your mind says needs to, he says, needs to get out of debt and put extra food aside. Was that a completion of something else that you said? We're going to get the super chats because I'm saying too much here. It is what it is, you know. <laughs> I'm just trying to educate you young men. What's going on out here? Channel 1800 says, just sending thug love coach. He says, late to the party, brother. Shout out to the coach gang. Can you please give me a little bit of Josie? Josie, sometimes I go off script, but sometimes it's the, the meat of the program, too. All right. I don't know where Josie is. There she Hi, is. Hi, girl. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love it. Josie! <laughs> Josie, are you okay? Shout out to Josie in the building. All right, uh, your boy Scoop says go. Shout, shout out to you. Thank you, man. Duke, Duke of Nottingham says went to Morton three times last month. This would not be possible if I had to bring along an entitled woman. 100%. Do not take them out to Morton's. Do not take them out there. Unless, I mean, let, if it's a layup and you just want to entertain and reward, that's one thing. But yeah, man, entitled people that think they're supposed to get it, no way. YouTube trash talker at work getting paid while day trading, while taking classes. He says, never sleep, stay up, stay grinding, maximize your time, free agent lifestyle for life. Everything else is a byproduct of that. All right, shout out to Papa Smurf says, I saw the Melly monaco dating show on youtube last night and the attractive young lady turned down 60 guys in less than 20 minutes by saying the word pineapple which is cold word for she doesn't like the guy um uh that is the illusion of choice women are under the illusion they have choice because men are 
volunteering for them, but ultimately they turn down the vast majority of them thinking that there's better options in the end. Oh, there's some, there's something else behind door number two. There's a better option behind door number two. And there never is one. My man Rojo October says, thanks for keeping it 10 by 100. Uh, coach, he says, from finances to romance, other channels are swindled, uh, are swindled, self-serving, core-selling snake oil salesmen. Thanks, CGA. Appreciate for that one. Um, we try to give you these raw truths out here. Um, Jay Flo, I tried all the methods ever since the 90s, and the best one is when I was a savage with options, little effort, and high rewards coach gang. This is the only, this is the only method that works free agent lifestyle is the method of freedom in my opinion and i don't have to sell too much to even sell it martial arts oriental medicine says god bless god blessing the coach gang watch the video work first with second med he says i practice emotions can create illnesses he says much getting exposed like in other times not just gender problems nothing permanent truth tout and god wins all right that was a little put together i didn't understand where the punctuation was raul's these slow 304s got what they deserve the manipulation don't work the same we're in a better position elgin gone says coach take it easy on these 304s they are exhausted by the jerks and we need help still step steven still those good guys died in her 20s they died in her 20s. The, the good guy is gone. Uh, martial arts oriental medicine, medicine says, uh, CJ, I meant God, God and Tao works like this. We're the vessel. Darkness works with emotions. They produce and react. He says they don't, they not do much. Example, MK Ultra, God wins and you're a master. Thank you, sir. Kayla Ferguson says the only successful relationship is only one throughout their lifetime. True. He says only one sexual partner for life and no breakups, period. That would be success. Uh, what you guys are practicing is some sort of uh, typical uh, temporary uh, temporary monogamy. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's there's no way. Channel 1800 says, another one, Coach, can you give me the lady in the car who cries about the song? Uh, pay your bills, right? I think I played her already when I was going off on the other thing. Swing Out Museum says, you want to get Starbucks? One white pony heads up February 14th is around the corner. Watch your six guys. Uh, women are running out of options now. Now it's going, we're going to go into hot girl summer after Valentine's failures, right? So all the really popular holidays where they need a man are almost over. Easter is there, but it's over, right? So then they're going to go into spring and hot girl summer. Then they're going to return back to the holiday madness in October. They're going to need a Halloween date for the Halloween party. Then they're going to need, Thanksgiving Day man, then Christmas man, then New Year's man, New Year's Day man, New Year's Eve man, then Valentine's Day man. It's the cycle. It's the heat. It's the mating heating cycle of the woman. Um, Willie Beeman, shout out to Willie Beeman. Hey, coach, went on a date with an older woman who said she didn't want me to come to her crib because of the guy killing the black girl on Bumble. He says, I told her you just want to make me wait because you see my value. Crickets ever since. It's easy to get away. She's trying to string you along. I mean, again, that's the idea of women use these stories to protect themselves. But when men use these stories of women manipulating men to protect themselves. Oh, no, no, you don't. Don't do that. Not all women are like that. Not all women going to hurt you. Right. But they'll use that story. Well, I don't know who you are. You ain't coming to my house. Right. It's It's goofy. 
Martial Arts says, uh, Coach, you know of human, yes, human, the content creator. You and him are my favorite. Both speak much truth and on the same tip. He says, free agent lifestyle is the best. Can't wait for them hoodies. Preach it. Coming soon. Shout out to human. Triggerverse, LOL, off topic. You see KS going to be in Future's music video. Going to watch the replay later, Coach. Do you think Hollywood will make KS lose the message? He has to shed the message. So it is what it is. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad at him for pursuing that. Get get your bag. Get your money. Um, but KS is not going to be able to do what he does in that industry of what he does to normies, and that's just the fact. But you guys do with that information with what you will. That's just the fact. You know he can't go in there to nor to celebrities and that and do that. Um, do that to them. I mean, nobody's been able to do that to any pseudo-celebrity that is coming into this sphere, right? Brittany Renner got out unscathed. Um, uh, 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 Nicki Minaj got out unscathed. So you would think of all the videos we've made of Brittany Renner and Nicki Minaj and the type of influence they've had on women, you would think if they showed up here, they would get lambasted and roasted. And it would be no question of who won and who lost. But... There's a question. They showed up and they left intact. And the reason why is there's, I mean, it's not even funny why the reason why they left intact is because we don't have what it takes to go in on them because they are at a level of which they got simp enforcers and fans that would demolish us and, 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 and tear us down in seconds. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. So KS is going to venture into that life, right? And he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna have to figure out how to change his message, or he'll be the uh, Bentley Farnsworth of that sphere. <laughs> he'll be the Bentley Farnsworth to P Diddy. You know what I mean? That's basically what he's gonna be. And that ain't a diss. Everybody thinks I'm trying to diss. I'm I'm literally trying to literally go. This this is what it is, and this is how it works. All right, Triggerverse says, oh, I got you, L. Young, young Viking says, uh, Young Viking 5150, I officially deleted all dating apps in 2022. It's time to check out. It was destroying my mental health. Invest in stocks, crypto, IRA, and find streams of income, 100%. Uh, Mehmet the second guarantee this dude was Mossad, uh, the guy that, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know how you have that money to be able to do that, right? I don't know how you had that money to be able to do uh, that type of thing. I don't think there's, you know, you have to be sourced on the syndicate. Uh, Coach Junior, mortgage rates going up here in Canada, Coach, lower during C-19 and now going slightly above norm. Homosexuals going to be on a tear. Uh, once the mortgage rates goes up, man, that is to try to cool off this market. That's what it's going to do, and I say it's going to do it. It's not that it goes up and then the reaction is – it, it is designed to cool off the housing market because the housing market is going cut. It's overvalued. People leverage too much money. People borrow too much money. And they basically like, we got to stop this. We got to cool this down just a little bit. But um, oftentimes it cools down way too much. And then people start, you know, getting those adjustable rate mortgages start kicking in. Those arms start kicking in. And then your adjustable rate mortgage, that damn interest only payment goes away and your PMI and your mortgage payment full principal due. 
with a new adjusted mortgage. I mean, a new adjusted rate. That's what that's what happens. And then the 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 Fed and the people who do these things didn't realize, damn, I didn't realize you over leveraged yourself because they don't understand the average American. Average American lives way beyond their means and they over leverage themselves. They overspend um, and then they they buy too much property. And they buy it at a high value and they use clever funding to get these houses and then they lose their house. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, how many times we got to go through this? It ain't going to be no different than 12, 15 years ago. Willie Beeman says, I also told the same woman STDs are a deal breaker for me because because uh, of a bump on her lip. She looked so uncomfortable when I brought it up and never said I'm clean. She also bought me personal gifts to manipulate older women, huh? Older women do that type of stuff here. But as you guys know, they will have series and series of wrecked up events divorces, smoldering relationships, and they'll come into you. Hi. That's what I don't get. I'm like, your past relationships are smoldering. It's full on burn and public display. Behind you, I can see the bodies in the cemetery of dudes walking down. The zombies. I can see it smoldering, and they come in, crossing their legs. Oh, oh hi. Don't play with me. <laughs> Don't play with me at all. Swing Out Museum Dallas is shut down, so I'm playing the ring game. What do y'all go do, brothers? Man, that's crazy. Coach, uh, Coach 1800. Channel 1800, the best ninja, was female Coachy. All right, Dorian Johnson says, Coach, have you seen that Hinge is giving single parents $100 to hire babysitters for Valentine's Day? <laughs> Guys, there's always a bailout. That, that's weird. Winston Thomas, peace leave, ha only has power over weak men. Even ever heard of the Bible story of Judith who cut off the Assyrian leader's head. The, the best thing to do, the best thing to do is over to overcome that is to um to, to get to the point where your big head out outthinks the little head. ACDC, shout out to Josephine Baker, the cream spy. She was, the, remember I always say this, black women have had a curious relationship with white men, you know what I mean? I've been saying that, and Josephine Baker's kind of story tells that. It's always been a hidden story, you know what I mean? But they always want to talk to you about the blonde women you like. And I was like, man, they've been for years been doing that with them. Under the, nice and quiet. Josephine Baker's a story that kind of tells you that. Uh, young retire, no cap, says average at best. Uh, uh, a World War II spy, fem spies only infiltrate simps. Winston Thomas, XXs are the government's Trojan horses. Keep the gates closed and never tell them everything. Even your wife should only know 60% of your information. I agree with that. The left hand doesn't always need to know what the right hand's doing. I think it's a mistake to always give information, protected information to women, especially strangers. And you don't need to know all this. Where are you working? What are you doing? How long you been there? Relax. Winston Thomas says Nikki is baiting that dude to go on her show so she could uh, then ambush him, embody him. LOL, beware of the bait and switch. Kevin cleverly wiggled out of that by saying um, it wasn't the nine thing. But I think she, well, maybe it was because she, want, he wanted, she wanted him to say, tell me I'm a six, right? And he didn't do that. 
he was waiting. She was waiting to pounce. And, and he didn't give her that. Right. And so that's when you say Kevin's going to have to change his message. There it is right there. So he's not necessarily being disingenuous. He's changing his message to fit into that group. Because he knows he's going to get ambushed and he need to roll deep. King Easy Four says, first rule of Fight Club, don't ever talk about Fight Club. Jeremiah France, Iceland and Ohio. He says, sacrifice and patience will never be mainstream. For sure. For sure. He says, but it will lead to unwoke strong men uh, out of the trap they don't see. Keep preaching it. We're only going to rescue a small percentage of men. Everybody else going to go back to simping because it's easy, right? You're going to go back to running game and wasting time and tricking time. All right, that's what you're going to run back to because it's easy. And you'll get women biting right away. You'll get them biting, biting, biting. But if you build yourself up and you get women coming to you, uh, coach, may I please have? <laughs> that's how women come to me. Sure, uh, Coach, they don't come to me playing no games because I don't deal with them. All right, as soon as they buy. Art Stanton, Vikings hired a brother to be general manager, 40 years old, broke down in tears at the presser. Telling about his single mom, how a single mom raised him. I want to hear three things go away from our lives. My brother, all my friends are dead and in jail and or in jail. And my single mom raised me. Can we get rid of all three of those narratives immediately? The Washington Redskins GM was out there. He's a black guy. Nobody said nothing. All right. There's a lot of people being employed here. But can we get rid of those three narratives? All my homies either dead or in jail. And or I only grew around hustlers, drug pushers, and pimps. And or I was raised by my single mom and we was broke. Can we get rid of those, please? And start talking about prosperity and talk. start talking about I was set up perfectly. My mom and dad set me up. And now I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I started from the bottom. I got it out the mud. Can we get rid of those narratives? The angry man says, salute, coach. Just dropping through to drop some bread and show some love. Hold the line, fam. We need you on that wall. He says they can't handle the truth. Shout out to the angry man over there. Go visit his show. He be breaking it down with science. All right. It is what it is. Shout out to you. Appreciate you, man. Younger retired, no cap. He says, don't, he said, don't tell me 2016 NBA playoffs was fixed with a 2-3-1 two, three, two, three, upsets. I don't know if you remember, there was a suspension in that series with LeBron, when the, whenever the Cleveland Cavaliers won the championship, there was a, a suspension in that series, timely suspension that changed the direction of the entire series. Uh, it is what it is. Go subscribe to the angry man. Uh, Jeremiah Franz, the Coliseum is falling at the end of this empire. River Bacon, coach, you called it. You're calling it. He says, coach, you calling it. Dana White has an interview talking about moving his first gym because of the mob coming to collect. Where was the guy that said this is. I can't remember where that guy was like. He was like this is misinformation or whatever you said. Are you kidding me bro? Dana White says in an interview. I had to move my first gym. The mob came to collect. That's what they do man. <laughs> you open up a business on a boulevard. You just going to pick. I'll just pick here. And you don't know nothing about that spot. Um, many corners like in the community. If you did that in the community. Many people claim certain boulevards and streets. You don't know that. You just coming in ignorance. I'm gonna buy up the hood. That's gonna be people at your door. Oh, I see you bought up on my hood. <laughs> yeah, we we protect this hood. Everybody know us. You need to pay us X amount. 
Jeremiah Franz says, uh, Whitey Bulger did that to Dana White in Chicago. Yeah, I don't know who Whitey Bulger is, so I ain't saying ish. <laughs> I ain't saying ish. Jeremiah Franz says, what black billionaire owns an NFL team? This is expected. This expected. Yeah, start owning teams. Start owning teams. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's how you can get around it. Uh, Nikki Nikia Deming says, I used to date someone in the – We'll call up the M13 for seven years. I know you telling the truth, coach. Yeah, see, I don't know who that guy was, but I don't know what he was referencing. Maybe he was in some part of the show, maybe another part of the show. That's how it works, man. That's how America works. That's how it works to get to the top. The only way you avoid this is to go in the corporate route. If you're an entrepreneur at some particular point, you're going to have to experience this. If you're an entrepreneur, you're going to have to experience something like this. And if it ain't the, if it ain't the gangsters, you know who it is going to be? If it's not the gangsters, you know who's going to get you? I'm going to give you a second here because I need you. You're going to catch up to the stream. If the gangsters don't get you for your money, you know who's going to be in line? I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait for you to catch up. Somebody's going to say it. There you go. Relevant music. Got it. The IRS. <laughs> he said your own people no it's the irs uncle sam they gonna dig into your pockets they gonna pat your pockets down they gonna say oh and they do it like well if you join the money mindset group they do it like this oh i see you made a purchase you make several purchases. ten thousand dollars here ten thousand dollars there ten thousand dollars there huh but it says you only make uh, $35,000 a year after you took all these write-offs. What happened? You bought a house here. You got a down payment for this. You bought a 911. You bought. That's the next people who get in line. And they do what the gangsters do. Essentially, they come pat your pockets. They come start investigating stuff. They start looking at your receipt. Hey, uh, you might want to tell us how this works. <clears throat> if you want to make money, them the people that you got to deal with. And then after that, the jealous haters, you know what I'm saying? The haters and the jealous people, that's who come after that. So never think you're just going to come off with no money and just sit in here and have the old private life that you had before. Pat them pockets. Then if you got baby mamas, they coming after you too. Then the women going to start parting their legs. Oops. Then they coming after your pockets. And you're going to be like, man, I'm banging all these bras easy and I'm going to come up pregnant or they're going to come up with a claim, take you to court. You're going to the attorneys are going to start suing you. You're going to start getting sued. That's the next people who get you. You're going to have lawsuits in which your money is going to go to attorneys and they're going to get together and split up the money between certain claims. As you want money. Just know there's people that wake up every day that are going to be trying to go get your money. <laughs> it's too simple. And but where's that guy that says this is inaccurate information or whatever, false fake news? Are you kidding me? Most people go through this. And then when you die, they really go through your stuff. <laughs> then your own family. Then you got to worry about your own family taking your money. Music in life says, I uh we appreciate you, coach. Don't let the Mitch Gumpsters stop you. And he says, uh, he says, uh, money, all 2022. 
Yes, indeed. Channel 18, who hurt you, Coachy? Who hurt us? Sizzle. Valet waste disposal. Shout out to Hugh Jackson showing us that all the NFL is fixed. I think we knew that, but I think now he's revealing secrets that he's going to have to pay for. Yeah, he's going to have to pay for that one. Hugh Jackson is now, because he's coming off the heels of the Brian Flores. Now Hugh Jackson is going in there. Yep. They paid me and incentivized me to tank games. Now the gambling people are like, huh? <laughs> See, you thought that you were going to be the victim. See, this is kind of what women do. Emotional people do this. They go out there. They think they're going to solve a problem by exposing one thing, but it ends up causing a problem somewhere else that they didn't anticipate. See, the NFL has a problem. Now, the black coach problem is very minimal to them. It means jack crap to them. You think the NFL sitting around, how do we solve the black coach problem? No, they're going, the gambling industry is going to be on our ass. Because now, owners are incentivizing people to talk, to, to lose games. In the NFL, I've been saying this for a long time, it's far from, it, that business is, is not too big to fail. The NFL could literally come crashing down. With, a, with the right thing, it could come crashing down. And this could be that thing. And instead of you getting a coaching opportunity, you now led to the destroying of the league, lawsuits and... I mean, think about it before you go in here. And why are you complaining? You got a chance. My thing is, you got a chance. You were on the inside. And you didn't do it. You, you, you Listen, you weren't the only one that was forced to lose games. There was white coaches that got tanked. They tank all the time. White coaches get paid. No, not get paid to tank. White coaches take jobs where they get, where they have to tank too. What was Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer, are we forgetting about Urban Meyer's reign in Jacksonville? I mean, he was given crap for a team. Now, was it because he was black? I'll tell you, man, I, I, I literally don't, again, people always want to play the victim. See, it's, it's, it's an emotional thing they're doing, and they don't realize, they don't realize how far this is going to go. No white coach has ever been paid to tank. Not, this is... See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what about no white coaches always get the good jobs. The, the what was the Giants coach? Two years fired. The Raiders coach came in and went to the playoffs. Fired. <laughs> the, the Raiders coach went to the playoffs this year. He didn't get a sniff. Got rid of his ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Let's literally look at the big picture. And stop playing the victim. I'm looking at it going, I can give you plenty of coaches. The Giants coach went out there. He didn't have no running back, no quarterback, no offensive line. And they put his ass out there on the field and, and fired his ass. <laughs> right? They was like, go out there and win. The Eagles coach, take. No, the, Gi the Giants coach, they didn't give him a whole damn team. Somebody says the Raider coach was the interim, but he took his team to the playoffs. He don't get a sniff. He ain't even get no damn interview. I wouldn't even think. That don't get you nothing. He went 10 and 7. And it was like, nah. 
to coaches of white supremacists. No, I'm going to look at the big picture. Okay, because what, what you're going to do is bring down the NFL. Are you going to be happy now? Are you going to be happy now? You brought down the NFL. Now you really ain't going to get no coach. You're going to coach in the arena league? Where are you going to coach now? Now you didn't cost the 75% of the black players who needed that money to not be able to afford to live. Are you happy? Like, what do you want, man? Like, what do you want? You got out there. You got an 0-16. Guys, I've been in the same boat. You lose your games. You got to take that L. Go lick your wounds and sit your ass down. Okay, the same thing that's happening with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're like, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer offensive coordinator ain't got no job. I was like, okay, but the defensive coordinator had a head coaching job. Like, come on. The defensive coordinator is a black guy. He had a head coaching job. He got fired. What are we going to say? I mean, he had a chance. Are we just going to give him a chance? Because they, like, what is it? Come on, man. We got to look at the big picture. Y'all always, always trying to solve one problem, creating 10 other problems. Creating 10 other problems. Y'all ain't going to have no NFL in about two years if this shit keeps up. Yeah, Todd Bowles. Tanking is a, okay, let me just say this. Tanking is a part of the NFL and the NBA. It's what you sign up for as a coach. Let's stop pussyfooting around. If y'all going to cry about coaches crying about tanking, you literally, that's a part of the job. Like when you coach, you know tanking's a part of the business. It's a business move that owners make to basically position themselves to get better track. You know what it is, bro. You knew what it was. And now you bitching like a woman. Stop it. Now you out here on TV shows and you running exposés. It's a part of the business. Just like boxing, you know you got to take dives. You know when the bet heavy over here, it's going to be an upset. If you get a job and they say, tank, tank, don't come out here, man. They pay. And only the black coaches, they paid the tank. And then I'm going to show you that that's not true. And now what are you going to look like? You're going to look like a Mitch. And he threw Bill Belichick under the bus. See, why aren't we talking? He threw Bill Belichick under the bus. How does Bill Belichick think right now? That he out here Mitch and showing my text messages. <laughs> I would be pissed off if I was Bill Belichick. I would be sitting like. I know you didn't show my text message. <laughs> So he threw the so-called greatest coach of all time under the bus. He threw the NFL under the bus. Because he didn't get no coaching job. Why don't you sit your ass out? Okay, look, all these other coaches, they managed to get fired from their job. They go to the they go to the TV booth. They illustrate on the TV booth. They call some games. They do some X's and O's. And then they get back. Am, am I am I not right? When you see an NFL coach and he get fired, where do they put him in? They put him in the booth. 
Go in the booth, sit back a year, sit back two or three years. John Gruden, his ass went to the NFL. He went out there uh, with the Raiders and the Buccaneers, won a Super Bowl. They fired him. Less than two years later, they fired him. They fired John Gruden from the Buccaneers after winning the Super Bowl, fired him. And then he was in the booth for 10 years before he got another job. Why couldn't Flores do that? He was already in. He could have done that. But no, he wanted a job tomorrow. Oh, I should have got the Giants job. Who says? You had the Miami Dolphin job. Go sit your ass in the booth. Go commentate. Go draw on the damn screen. Show everybody what you know. So then that, uh, who who else did that? That was another coach that uh, famous for doing that. Go draw on the screen. See what they did was this and what they did was that. Everybody will say, you're a genius. Hire this guy. You don't need no job tomorrow. Get, go, 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 go rehab your, re, go rehab your image and go back out there. Now you out here mitching. <laughs> you out here mitching because you didn't get a job yesterday. Now nah, that's not what, that's not how you do it, man. That's not how it works. And if you look like a jackass on TV, then they're going to say, this is why you didn't get hired for the job. Anyway, channel 1800 dumb. He says on the ninja coach, the females were the best because of the peace leave. He says they could use their better advantage brother. Oh, they could use that better advantage because of the peace leave. The ninjas. Interesting. I didn't know that. Pele Manuel, shout out to you. And so, yeah, Tony Dungy did the same thing. He got fired by the Bucks. I don't know how quickly he went to the Colts, but I think he might have literally had to sit out a year. Let me write on this screen. Oh, okay. Put him in Indianapolis. He wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> but when you in the game, you know that. But when you out here trying to get, what are you going to sue him for? Uh, Pele Manuel, shout out to you. Crypto Boise says, I think two people uh, can go hard on women like Brittany Renner and Nicki Minaj. It's Marquette Burton and Randy Booker. Fresh and fit are famous to deal with. Oh, too famous to deal with issues mentioned. Um, it would be interesting. I think uh, Marquette is more of a, he's my, I don't know if he would go in hard like people would want him to go. Like it would be, he would be savage on him, but it would be eloquently done. Uh, Randy Booker, I'm not sure who that is, and I apologize. I don't mean to, I don't mean to belittle you, but I just I'm not aware, unfortunately. All right, Swing Out Museum, 70k subs in February. Come on, viewers, let's get up, hit the sub button. I know you think I'm shuffling sometimes, but it's hard to hear the truth, right? The truth is hard to deal with. You can't be a victim. Vic, no victim shit over here. Okay, you got to tighten your belt and make the shit work. And when you're on the inside, do what the insiders do. You want to come out on the outside, you're going to get smacked. All right. Jeremiah Franz says, do yourself a favor and watch Black Mass by Johnny Depp. Speaking my mind says, don't be surprised he'd be deleted. He'd be a deleted Mitch. Bill Reed says, somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose. It's called sports entertainment. It's just a business, coach. It's just a business. And some of you guys are going to get bad jobs. I took bad jobs, and the results turned out, you know, I thought I was going to be a savior. Then I realized there's much more that goes into this than these X's and O's. 
You're going to need some Johnny and Joes, and you're going to need the administrators to kick the money down, and you're going to need a good conference affiliation. You're going to need a good location. There's a lot of things that go into coaching than just you out here yelling at players. <laughs> you know what I mean? And calling plays. It's a pol it's a political thing. I've, I've taken sports administration coaches. There's a lot going on before your team even hits the field. In college basketball, they used to say, uh, and in college sports, they'll say, you win and lose with recruiting. Before you even touch the field, it's what you did on the recruiting circuit. Because you ain't did shit in recruiting. When you hit the field, it's going to show. Same thing in pro football. Uh, the game is won and lost most of the time before the even game even kicks off. All right. So the game kicks off most of the time, 80, 90% of the time, you can predict without emotion who's going to win. And historically, you can do that. So now where you can't predict it is the spread. All right. And all of these other things that people gamble on now. Who's going to get the first touchdown and halftime score and the over under? See, this is what people bet on now. They bet on that spread over under who's going to score the first touchdown, who's going to get the first 20 points by the third quarter, because winning losses are pretty much predictable. It's pretty much predictable, and that's the business. Channel 1800 says, who hurt me, coach? Who hurt me? He, he. All right, shout out to you. Anyway, man, shout out to the coach gang. You don't want to dig. You know, It's going to be interesting to see what comes out of this, but um. It could be detrimental to the to a business to discover how how predictable they make things, how 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 much control. Jesse Ventura once said, "If you think sports is real, they were like, why would billionaires pay millionaires to to go out there on the field and risk their billion dollar business with their bodies? Like, you know what I mean? Like the way he broke it down, he was like, in no other business would it work like that." Like, you wouldn't make these people become the, the – you don't want to make these people the life and death or your business. Somehow, some way, you got to figure out how to manipulate that. They got to have control things. You know what I mean? Everything matters. The referee, the home field. So they spend millions and billions of dollars on home field, home field advantage, crowd noise, end zone, sideline. Like, literally – when you go to a game, I'm going to show you how crazy this is. You go to a football game. We're just doing overtime now. Go to a football game and go right before kickoff. Right before kickoff, you will see the visitor sideline on the sunny side of the stadium. <laughs> the visitor sideline for the first 40 minutes of the game will be on the sunny side of the stadium, meaning wherever the sun is on kickoff, all the sun is on the visitor sideline and the visitors' fans. The, the home team will be in shade. They'll be in shade. That right there shows you that's a controlled element that went into the predicting and building of the stadium before the ball was even kicked off. <laughs> They'd be over there sweating and they pads and a helmet sweating for a quarter and a half. You see what I mean? So these things go into the sports. Is that a way of controlling the game? Yeah. You just control, you just control the comfort of the damn visitors. In college basketball, 
the band will be behind your bench. In college basketball, you know the band with the drums and the trumpets and all of that shit? They would put them behind your bench. You call a timeout. Timeout. Your team's sitting right there. The band behind you. You try to get your thing in. Hey, uh, we're going to run X, Y, and Z. The band just going crazy on you. If they're not behind your bench, they on the end of this corner over here. That's a control element. It's a fixed element of the sport. That's part of the sport. Is that fair? No, but that's just how it works. And you got to just accept that. You can't literally be like, this is BS, man. They need to move the band over. Because if it's your band, if it's your home arena, that's how you would want it to be controlled. All right. And you'll see teams now, they'll pull their bench. You know, they'll bring out little stools and put them away from the bench so that the band ain't blaring in their damn ear. Right. So anyway, or they'll put the student section behind your bench and the students jumping up and down behind your bench. Right. So it is what it is. It's all how it works. Anyway, shout out to the coach game. We out of here. Uh, uh, Miles Chumley says, facts, coach. That's why BP don't have any power. Instead of playing the game, the result will be the result will be on black coaches soon. Know who you're fighting against. Yep. You, you got to go in and play the game. If you go in there and then try to disrupt the game and cry and pout and, and, and take your ball and run, <laughs> I'm like, that shit ain't going to help nobody. I swear to God, it ain't going to help nobody. Trust me, it will help nobody. But anyway, y'all don't want to be on the inside. You want the rules to play for yourself. It is what it is. So you'll get the results that you always want to work against. You do what you do, guys. I'm out of here. Peace. (laughs)